Hi, I'm Kevin Smith, and this close to the joyous holiday season, I know you're sitting there thinking to yourself, forced party, we must celebrate the end of an old and beginning of a new, drink, drink, blacked out, where are my panties? That whole rigmarole is just scant two weeks away. May I make a suggestion uh, on how you might want to spend that New Year's Eve? Put away all the other bullshit you've ever done. What you want to do is get yourself to sunny Hollywood, California. Get yourself up to Universal City Walk, situated right next door to Universal Studios. You know, the tour where you can see King Kong in 3D and Jaws comes out of the water. You can get married. Not really. Get yourself to City Walk. Drop in on me, Ralph Garman, Hollywood Babylon. That's right, man. Hollywood Babylon is having its very first New Year's Eve celebration at the John Lovitz Comedy Club this December 31st, we're going to do Hollywood Babylon like we always do, but it's going to be three hours of Hollywood Babylon, bitch. So you're going to get the regular show, and then you're going to get special edition New Year's Eve fun, man. We're going to do the HBO drinking game live. Everyone that comes in gets a copy of the official rules with their admission. So essentially, you could sit there and play the drinking game right with us in the room. And it's New Year's Eve. It's time for everybody to get drunk. Catch yourself a hotel room up there. Make it a goddamn vacation or just a night with some loved ones or some liked ones or some I just want to fuck her once some zzz. We're going to play games. We're going to have tons of fucking fun. And we're going to have lots of fucking laughs while we get sit there and get sauced. Only at the John Lovitz Comedy Club, December 31st. Doors kick open at 8 o'clock. Whole event goes till 2 in the morning. It's going to cost you, though, 85 bucks. It's a pricey ticket. Normally, our show is 20 bucks. But listen what you're getting, man, for $85. You get admission with guaranteed seating. You're getting a seat, not like you're buying a ticket and standing there or something like that or hoping to get a seat. Boom, guaranteed seat. And it's fun to sit down and eat and drink. Um, you're going to get some hors d'oeuvres that are going to be passed around. You're going to get dessert. Or you're going to get two glasses of champagne per person or a bottle of champagne per couple. It's New Year's Eve. Even if you don't like champagne, it's mandatory to drink it. Um, you're going to get tons of comedy, tons of fun. You're going to come up on stage, play some games with us and shit like that. And just laugh, laugh, laugh this horrible 2010 away where we all got thrown off fucking airplanes for being too goddamn fat. Details, go to uh, BabylonKev.com or BabylonRalph.com. And listen, this isn't just going out to the folks that live in California. Bullshit. Anybody can come. Find a cheap flight, man. Let's say you're in Kansas City. You're like, I got nothing to do. I was going to sit around probably masturbate in a really uh, bitter way. Probably tag the fleshlight three times, twice without even dumping out the contents. But now... Now it's possible I could jump on a cheap flight, not Southwest Airlines, uh, and get my ass out to Burbank, California. Beautiful, sunny Burbank, California. Get some tickets. Gentlemen, I can't say it any other way. If you surprise your woman out with an evening like this where she's going to have so much fucking good time, she could be, the inhibition is going to slip away, slip away because it's all adult grown-up humor and the booze is flowing and it's New Year's Eve. You're getting anal. You understand? That once, that rarest of beasts, like the white stag, you know, in the Narnia flicks, you can get yourself some anal off of this. And ladies, if you make a surprise move for your man, surprise him like, Merry Christmas, boom, here's some tickets to the Hollywood Babylon New Year's Eve fiasco, man, up at Universal City Walk at John Lovett's Comedy Club. Ralph Garman, Kevin Smith, he's going to give 
you anal. And when I say anal, he's going to let you put on a strap on and fuck him from behind. And ladies, you know you've always wanted to do that. For every time, he's like, let me just put in a little bit, just a little tip, maybe some neck. And you sat there going, if he only knew how uncomfortable it was, now you get to show him. Because you've taken him to the Hollywood Babylon New Year's Eve fiasco, man, and he owes you. So he's got to let you peg the fuck out of him. So everybody wins. Come on out, man. December 31st going to be a great fucking time. Me and Ralph are going to make you laugh. Hollywood Babylon, New Year's Eve fiasco, only at the John Lovitz Comedy Club at Universal City Walk. Come on out, man. Babble the fuck on. Hey, DJ D-Rock. Hey. A.K.A. Derek Armijo. What's my name? From Bagged and Boarded. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. Hey, we all know you love music because you're the resident DJ at the Smod Castle. I love it. You love it. It's your life, right? Mm-hmm. What else do you love, dude? Tell us more about you. I love comic books. You love comic books? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't know that about you. Oh, I should look at my attire. Oh, you're wearing Batman shoes. Yep. Those are awesome. You know where I got them? No. Golden Apple. Did you really? I really did. They sell superhero shoes. Do they really? I wore them to my grandmother's funeral, and you think you may think that I'm joking, but that is a true statement. Folks, if you need clothes for your grandmother's funeral, go to Golden Apple. If you need... Cool comic books go to Golden Apple. DJ D-Rock, Derek Armijo goes to Golden Apple all the time. What kind of stuff do you get there, sir? Comic books, t-shirts. You get, get statues. Statues, like some cool little mini boss and stuff like that. Some some action figures. Oh, yeah. I've in case any other family members die. Mm-hmm. That's well, she, big... what does she care? She's dead. She, you know, she, she wouldn't be offended. And she was a Batman fan during life, too. She did. She loved Batman. That's what we're saying, folks. You Look, you need a comic book because you're bored. Buy a comic from Golden Apple Comics. You need a comic book because you're getting engaged. Buy a comic book from Golden Apple Comics. Your grandma just died. Head over to Golden Apple Comics. I mean, it, it, it's the solution for all of life's little problems. And hey, let's say you're not in the L.A. area, Derek. Oh, let's say you're not fortunate like, like you. Ugh, I don't even want to think about it. Let's think you lived in Illinois. Uh, that would suck. Ugh. Oh, good. Where would you get comic books, man? I can go online. Easy solution. You're right. GoldenAppleComics.com. Look how knowledgeable you are. Folks, if you are not in the L.A. area, you can just head to Golden Apple Comics, the web destination for all things Golden Apple, and they'll hook your ass up. They'll send it right to your door with a pretty bow on the package as well. Don't hold me to that. In fact, yes, hold me to that. Golden Apple puts a bow on every package. What FedEx and or UPS or your local mail carrier does with that bow, I don't know, but I'm just saying, when it comes out from L.A., it's all fancy. I got the bow. Because you're a local guy, right? And, yeah. And because you're, you're a good customer. The they know you. They see DJ D-Rock's ordering some stuff. Oh, wait, what's this? DJ D-Rock's ordering the complete authority of Calvin and Hobbes. We got to put a bow on this. They're not going to mess with that package when they're dealing with not. celebrities. Of course not. When they deal with a celebrity of a DJ D-Rock, Derek, or Mijo caliber, they, they don't mess around. But you know what's great about Golden Apple Comics, folks? Let's say you're not a DJ D-Rock. You're not... You're not a world-class A-list. Sounds like it would suck as well. Celebrity. No, 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 it's not going to suck. You know why? Golden Apple Comics treats everyone as if they were Derek Armijo. Wow. And that's a testament, okay, folks? Sounds like a good life, folks. white glove service. GoldenAppleComics.com. Check it out. What? Because I'm a fucking dog. My comic book collection gives me an erection. What? 
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matt Cohen and Brendan Creasy, bagged and boarded. Oh, there we go. Welcome to Bagged and Boarded. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. Channel 4. Let's try it again. Hey, that was really exciting. Hi, welcome to Bagged and Boarded. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. Thank you for being here on a lovely California evening. It's been raining for two and a half weeks straight, and my dog has shit in my house five times. Wow. It's a, it's a new record. He oh, doesn't fun. like the rain, dude. He's going to melt. I'm going to melt. Like a Wicked Witch. You're like the Wicked Witch of... Where are you from? No, we're in San Diego. Encinitas? You're the Wicked Witch of San Encinitas. Yeah. Be like, what a world. But do it in your voice. Be like, what a world. <laughs> what a world. Yeah, what man, world. that's fucking gripping. Uh, welcome to Bag and Boarded on, uh, on, on a uh, holiday edition. It's, it's your uh, Goyum Day of, of celebration coming up. Yeah. Which, which in uh, it's Christmas, Brendo. Christmas. A very happy Christmas to you, sir. You too. Like Holidays. Like, like the Muppets. I, it's Christmas. Holidays. Why you got to say holidays? Hanukkah's over. Because you don't celebrate Christmas. But I can wish you a Merry Christmas. Well, then what do I say to you? Nothing. My shit's over. Be like, fuck. Okay, thank you. That's it. Ungrateful son Happy of a bitch. Happy New Year. Thank you, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't celebrate that either. You, you don't celebrate just the new, You don't acknowledge no. the New Year. Only thing I celebrate <laughs> is Arbor Day, Jimmy Swaggart's birthday, okay. and the, an- the 10-year anniversary of the release of uh, Gremlins 2 for Ness. Yeah, that's it. It's the only things I care about in life. I, uh, but no, on a serious this note, this year is also the fifteenth anniversary of Angus. Is it really? Yeah, you're the only person who knows that. The director literally, he was like, I think I made a fucking movie a couple of years back. I don't know. Some kid went to the prom or some shit. No one saw it. I moved on. Speaking that's what healthy of that people director, do. I would really appreciate if Mr. Johnson emailed me back. Stop sending him nudes, and maybe he will. You tried that tact already, and it obviously didn't work. Well, a guy's got to try, you know. You got to. A gal's got to have her secrets, right, Brendo? Yeah. Um, we are, uh, as always, sponsored by the fine folks at Golden Apple Comics here in Hollywood. You check them out at goldenapple.comics.com yep. for your uh, holiday gift giving needs. Because maybe, maybe you don't celebrate Christmas like me, and, and you got to big holiday coming up you know maybe it's um i don't know first time you ever fucking busted one or something <laughs> and you invite all your friends over you call it bustavis bustavis it's really gross and no one wants to talk to you after but you, you get in you're into weird shit man yeah that's you maybe and that's you, can you buy comics for bustavis totally man and we're uh purple tree uh clothing and um but no it is a holiday and and in so uh i got gifts man we got gifts for each other here better yeah. boarded because we like each other, despite what we say on the podcast. Yeah, you know. Or I, I pretend to. I, I don't pretend. Brendo, Brendo's genuine in everything. He's like a giant teddy bear. I am. I wrote a, I, I wrote a He's nice a ginger message. teddy bear. Did you write me a poem? Not if a you cry, really. it might get awkward. I'm warning you now. No. You don't need to cry. I'm not going to cry. You don't need to cry. I'm okay. just saying. Okay. Hold it in for a little bit. You can cry after. But, um, but first off, DJ D-Rock up in the booth. I can't open his gifts. Because he don't have Reed Richards' fucking arms. He wishes he did. That would he, be cool. he, he tried to get into NASA for that exact reason, but it didn't work out for him. So, for me, Derek, uh, Merry Christmas. I got you a Ghostbusters toy thing, and they're all wearing Christmas. Oh, whoa. They're all wearing Christmas hats, man. That is awesome. They're all wearing, they're about to bust some Christmas ghosts. That is You know, like those ghosts in the Christmas Carol? Like the ghost of Christmas. Pa- have they ever done that? Yes. In the oh, yeah, they did. In the comics? All right. They think of everything. Those I'm always happy to help those guys. So and that hug. 
That's for D-Rock. No worries, man. Merry Christmas. And for Brendo, for you, man. I'm, I'm not good at wrapping shit, so I got you a... It's a valet bag. It says, please place your clothes in this bag. There's something here. It is a poster. It is a Spice Girls Spice World <laughs> original tour poster. Awesome. You can hang that up, and you'll see. I'm building you a shrine. You'll see. This is really awesome because at one time I actually had this poster, but I think they all lost. Overuse, all right? It got all messed up. <laughs> I know what happened. It's like an old VHS that get where like and Fast then, Times at Ridgemont. And to complete the poster experience, oh my god, a mini bust of Mr. Alexander yes. Skarsgård. Yes. Now I don't know if you see what I'm hinting at, but the point is, you put this on a shelf, hang the poster up on top of it, and just jerk off for Christmas. <laughs> I gave you the gift of a release, Brenda. Well, thank you. There's your man, and those are your girls. So this totally. is when you were pretending to be straight, and this is when you embraced your gayness, and you could like collide your mind every time you look at your shelf or whatever. Yeah. So, so Merry Christmas, man. Your gift puts my gift to shame. Oh, don't even give it them. Well, here you can. Okay, open. let's see. It's for me. It's in an envelope. It's a. It's a card. It's a card. It better be naked. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Oh, sweet, dude. It's an iTunes gift card for $8,000? Yeah. Brendo, you're the sweetest guy ever. You know, I just have that lying around. I'm going to buy a car on iTunes. They do that, right? Yeah. No, dude. iCar. Thank you so much for the, for the thought. I wrote you a little message. On oh, okay. Let's see. You don't have to read that. On Why? Is it all personal? Please I don't read know. It. Can I do it in your voice? Sure. Hey, it's been quite the year, sir. I appreciate all the opportunities you've given me. Thanks for your friendship and all the good times. Here's to a great 2011 with love, Brendo. P.S. I have a crush on Derek, but don't tell him on the air. No, I'm kidding. You didn't write the last part. Dude, thank you very much. Like, honestly, it's been a pleasure to get cheesy for a second. Uh, it's been a pleasure spending the year with you fine folks, Derek and Brendo, and the whole it's been really Smart Castle crew, Jeremy Same and here. Melissa are here, and everyone yeah, who helped contribute to make it a great, fun year, you know, and, and in the spirit of the holidays, you know, thank, thank you, everyone. Um, Derek, I got you also a $25 card, so you 8000 dude, you're supposed to look like a big fucking uh, spender. 10000 for Derek, actually. Well, go fuck yourself. And it has a personal message from me. I want that Skarsgård statue. You can't have it. Everyone wants to jerk off the scars guard these days. I mean, I'm super happy. There's a rush on it. It's numbered, so you better watch out. Uh, speaking of this, you know, holiday, the season of giving and friends and family, it just reminds me of one thing. What's that? Zombies. Of course. Uh, the flesh eating dead, dude, because you know what? At this time of year, no one thinks about them. Yeah. They're out there in the cold. I'm always thinking. Looking for brains. I know you are, because one time on, uh, about what was it, a year and a half ago, Brendo used to have a segment on, uh, Bagged and Border called the Brendo Man Minute, where, we would let him run loose for about three minutes. He would send me a recorded um, solo segment, yeah, as it were. And uh, one time you were like, hey, it's Brendo. Um, so this is my plan in case zombies attack my apartment. And you had it laid out to like, you had like pages of detail. You're like, well, I would first barricade the door with these pieces of wood I keep lying by there and the hammer, which I keep in my zombie protection case. Like you were totally... You, you, you gotta be prepared. You knew what the fuck to do in case zombies were coming, man. Yes. I feel like I am so, I feel like it would be very Shaun of the Dead. Like I would be too stoned to realize it first and by that point my neck would be fucking gone and well, I'd I be a zombie I think you're already stoner. kind of okay because you're on like the second floor. Fourth. So fourth floor. So you could easily barricade some stairs and just kind of hang out. Well, I would, I would die of starvation, bro. You'd have to be prepared. So you're saying we should, all of us as a human race should stock up and like, you well, know, in 9-11. Living in the greater Los Angeles area, you should already be prepared with food and water because of earthquakes. 
And you're saying that can just... That easy- can also easily double as your zombie survival kit. Um, See, like, after 9-11, they were all pushing, like, the air purifiers and the duct water. Tape. And the duct tape. Is it the same thing? We need duct tape from zombies? Totally. What the fuck would you do with duct tape to a that zombie? That can be used for anything. You can use it to, like, let's say we're at the castle and we have duct tape and we have knives. We can duct tape some knives to the hockey sticks and use those as our zombie weapons. If we're going that fucking far, why don't we just buy guns, man? Because sometimes guns in a pinch don't always work out. And but you probably hockey shoot stick me. knives do? I mean, I might mistake you for a zombie. There is a good chance. Like I get if really. I come lumbering out somewhere like, hey, Brad, how's it going? You'd be like, zombie! I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to promise like, I would murder you, but there is a chance. I'm pretty sure there would be a good high chance. And then you, and then I would be like, "Is this the end of zombie?" Burrito? Okay, let's say zombies. Let's say right now the fucking lights flicker or whatever, and 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 why would they flicker? Because zombies ate through the power lines. Okay, like that's how the movie starts. One zombie's up on a power line, he's like, when he fries off and shit, yeah. and the lights flicker, and we're talking about like you blowing Skarsgård or whatever, and we're like, huh? And all of a sudden we hear like. Banging on the door and shit. What's our move, man? Okay. What do we got? What do we got? Let's look around. So Let's we would have the to, at some point, we would stockpile as much. We would somehow, we'd have to get... This is happening right now. Okay. There's no time for fucking stockpiling, okay. bro. They're coming. Okay, there's no stockpile. You might have to throw your scars guard at them. Okay, so first we would get the nimblest person in here, and they would run through the alley... And fight offs, whatever zombies are back there. Oh, that lucky fucking guest. Or maybe a couple. They paid money to do we that? We would send out a raiding party um, to go to the liquor store and take whatever we could. Why are we going to the... What's, what do they have? The booze? Food. Any non-perishable See, this is where you're thinking in the right terms. We need to annex the liquor store. Yes. Get the food for the people who are going to be fucking hungry or whatever. I'm going to be too amped up, man, to eat. But we get the booze because we make Molotov cocktails. That's true. I've got like 500 lighters up in that booth. So then here's what we do. We are going to fortify the sound booth area, and we would eventually get as many people as we can. There's like thirty fucking people in well, here. They might be on their own. Are we gonna like? Are we gonna like do it like 2012 rules? Like, are any are any of you Nobel laureates? No. Uh, any of you just stoners? Sorry. You know what I mean? Like, that's not okay. fair. Well, we'd have to figure it out. We could maybe all fit up there. I don't know. It would get tight really quickly. Well, we would have to somehow we'd get rid of the stairs and we'd fortify a position upstairs. Get rid of the stairs? What are you, fucking Harry Potter all, all of a sudden? Because they can't... That way we're safe. Understand. I mean, theoretically, we, I wish we could disappear the zombies, too. I mean, we but... could try barricading the doors here, but they're not very strong. I think here's our the best... zombies would come right through that door Well, here's back the there. issue. Here's the issue. While we were fucking trying to... While me and you were having this argument about making the stairs go away and everyone was just staring at us, zombies fucking busted through the back. So there's two zombies in here. And because we're the hosts, I'm the co-owner of this place... You know, they're, they're, they're our audience. For We're responsible. People. We've got to take okay. out two fucking zombies right well, now. We would right take now. them out and we would barricade the doors. You're, wow, you're just, you have a lot of faith in yourself. How would we take them out, dude? We've got blunt objects. Like what? We got the hockey sticks. We could somehow. Here's my issue with that, and I'm going to tell you the truth. Knife. In case this is just like a tiny little zombie attack and it's over in a half an hour, I'm going to be pissed off that I ruined the fucking hockey stick display in the front. We well, have what shows if it's next not? week. We don't know that. See, I, I don't think I don't think we go with hockey sticks. I, we would take these things. I'll see like that right there. There's a there's into a the microphone. Huh, there's a there's a screw protruding from these. We could easily use that. We take off the table leg, and I could probably take out a zombie or two with that. Okay, table legs not a bad idea. So there you go. We got these folding chairs. Um, we yeah, could, but now we got a problem. What? Don't tell anyone, but I got bitten. You got bitten? Oh, what did I just fucking say? 
You're out of here. They're in the booth. They're gonna. I'm out of here. It's my fucking thing. You don't even have keys. Well, if you're bitten, then I'm out of here. You're gonna just leave us all, Brenda? If you're bitten, but don't you don't have to? It takes a while for me to turn in. Look, I don't know if it was a zombie bite. You don't know? No. What else would have bit you? I don't know, but why do we have to jump to the conclusion that it was a zombie? Well, then man? we would have to put you in the bathroom and see. That's fucking gross. I haven't. You look. I'm the one who cleans that place, and admittedly, I haven't cleaned it in a while. I'll chain you to the toilet. Where are you getting a chain from? Well, I get the rope. Dude, they're all looking at us. Stop making hand motions. Okay. All right. Here's how we got to handle this, Brenda. You're gonna turn into a zombie. I gotta and then bite you're gonna you. Bite me. Out of solidarity. No. Why not? I don't want to die. Because if it's like a zombie. zombie staff, you don't die. You live forever, dummy. No. You know how many times you can watch Angus as a zombie? We're in Hollywood. There's going to be armies of zombie-killing geeks out here, and we'd be the f- they, they would take us out in an instant. You don't, think, you don't think their fans are begged and boarded? I don't think they would care at that point. It would be like Weekend at Bernie's, man. They would make us do zombie podcasts and I mean, shit. maybe if it's like Shaun of the Dead and you could like make them play Xbox. If only it were a movie, Brendo. But look at my fucking arm. It's gushing zombie blood. You're out. I'm turning. I'm out. What are you going to fucking do about it, bro? I'm gonna take this chair. I'm going to whack you with it. You're telling me your exact plan. Side swipe. Now, oh, now I'm standing on top of you. You're on the ground. Everyone up there is like, what's going on? I'm like, Brendo tried to touch me. I'm dead. And I think he's a zombie. And they're all like, kill him. And I'm like, sorry, bro. Boom. That's one scenario. It's over, Brendo. You're not very good at this whole zombie prevention thing. I think we have a very good position from up in the sound booth. I think every hypothetical situation is going to wind up with me pretending you're a zombie and killing you. Probably. (laughs) No, man. Here's what the real move would be, right? What? Human fodder. Yeah. Got a lot of people in here. You said that we had to protect them. I know, but that was in the first scenario. Here's the... (laughs) Here's the dick selfish scenario. I want to fucking live, yo. That was what I was trying to do. I got shit to do. Blocking me. I was cock blocking you. When I was saying I want to live. Yeah, but this wasn't about you, man. It's It's always about you. It's about the team. What would you? So okay, what would you do if what? If zombies came in here right now? Right now. Fucking cry, have a heart attack, and then go curl up in a corner with smoke pot until I died. Probably. That'd be pretty quick, probably. I mean, I could smoke a lot of pot in a short amount of time. So at least you'd be happy. I'd be like, what up, guys? All right, get this over with. Let me take my hat off. Let me die a fucking man with hair. Don't take the hat off. So you'd just be like, as they're ripping you apart. No, uh, I don't know, man. I've never been, I've never been in a fight or flight situation like that. I don't know what I would do in case of zombie and zombie attack. You know what I mean? What are the rules? What are the rules? I think when it actually happens, there are no rules. When facing a zombie, then the fucking, yeah, man, because then like, Glenn the Pizza Boy steps up and shit if you watch Walking Dead. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the most unassuming heroes become heroes. John Cusack was a limo driver. Yeah. I'm pretty he sure. He flew like five planes in 2012. I'm pretty sure Derek would be like our Glenn and he'd be leading the scouting missions to the liquor store to get the food. Derek, what are your thoughts on the zombie invasion of the Smod Castle? I'm grabbing the register and leaving. <laughs> He's like, what's that? Did I just hear a zombie? I feel like that's Derek's fucking scenario for every kind of attack. I'm like, dude, we're out of Diet Coke. He's like, I'm grabbing the register and leaving. Uh, Derek's got, Derek, Derek likes money. You so know Derek's why? Gone. What? Derek's gone. He's gone so with the cash We're in a world register. where money no longer that's, matters. I mean, so let him fucking leave. He can have it. We're going to hear him screaming five seconds later. He'll be like, I never got to meet Michael Keaton. No, Derek probably Crack. wouldn't this. In this world, it would be like in Zombieland, and he'd try and go to find out where Michael Keaton lives and try and save Michael Keaton. He'd be like, I'll save you, Michael Keaton. And and then he'd be like hanging out with Michael Keaton in his what, mansion. Is that, is that what would happen, Derek? Yes. Oh, okay. Wow, you really know him. 
You guys spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Have you mapped this out before? You're like, okay, I bought a Star Maps. Michael Keaton lived here in 1992. Now, it's not a stretch of the imagination that he hasn't worked much since and he hasn't have a new house. So first call of zombies, we're saving Mr. Mom. Totally. Fucking getting a minivan and we're, drive, we're driving out to the desert and making him reenact lines for us for the next 10 years. Yeah. In his underwear. And that's your part of the plan. But he'd Derek's be grateful like, to us because we saved his life. Totally. Is that, is that honestly, would that be the ultimate... That'd be a pretty good idea. If the zombie apocalypse happened, just try to save Michael Keaton. If people are and whatever other could, celebrities that we like, that goes for everything. Yeah, if if like if the apocalypse happened, just use that as a chance to extort celebrities into liking you and shit. Totally. We don't have to wait for the apocalypse. You can I mean, yeah. Get Michael Keaton. I mean, again, he doesn't work that much. Like he's been working he a lot lately. Guys. All right, all right. We could be like, there's a casting call here for something, something. And then and you, and, you and Derek just grab onto his legs and never let go like two little kids. Totally. He's got to like fucking do the, the little kid walk back to his car and shit. Yeah. He's like, you guys really have to go at some point. Derek's like, show me a battering. Uh, you guys would have so much fun. want him to say the lines. You would just want him to say the lines? Yeah. yeah you would come a little bit inside every time, right? Not outside because that's gross. But uh-huh. like, in, it would be a mental stimulation yes. for you, right? Yeah. Is that a dream? If he said, like, you know, we're in the zombie invasion and we're helping Michael Keaton and finally he's got his gun and he's like, he's out there, guys, and I got to go to work. I would just be like, you're like, I don't even care that there are zombies. This is the most badass thing ever. It's like what Bill Murray was doing with the Ghostbusters lines. The so at, at, like, there are certain celebrities who you're like, oh, I'll take a zombie apocalypse. It means I get to hang out with totally fucking the guy who does the voices from Police Squad Academy. Squad? I don't, obviously, I don't know. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Michael Winslow. There you go. How do we not know Michael Winslow? I don't know. I don't know, Melissa. Maybe I've got better things to do with my time. Like plan how I would survive a zombie apocalypse in this mod castle, okay? Jesus. Some people, priorities. Like, sure, I could know Michael Winslow is, or I could not get eaten by zombies, one of which who might happen to be Michael Winslow. And if I was all a fan, I might be too starstruck to defend myself. I'd be like, there's a zombie, but wait, he can do the noise of a microwave with popcorn in it. Don't kill that guy, and then boom, I'm dead. If I got bitten, how fast would you kill me? Oh, instantly. See? But that goes for anyone named Brendan Creasy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, I've got a dog to protect, dude. If, if what I if your dog turned into a zombie? Oh, are you kidding me? Would you kill him? No, I would kill humans to feed to him. It would be like a little <laughs> shop of horrors. I love my fucking dog, dude. What if he tried to kill you? It wouldn't happen. Why? He likes me too much, and I'm bringing him as human He's sacrifices. He's a mindless zombie. All he sees is your skinny flesh. If you keep them hunger satisfied, they don't need more flesh. It's not like they want to eat forever. They get full at a certain point, don't they? You think so? Don't zombies get full and like need naps and shit? I don't know. I guess we'd find out. Just like, our zombies are just, they're just like us. Like they go to Starbucks. They fucking, you know what I mean? They go to the mall. They go to the mall. They own time, sh- time shares in Pensacola, right on the white sands and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't discriminate. Um, you know who does have a, uh, a strategy for defending against zombies? Who? Our, our guest tonight, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. They and, got a um, really good strategy. They got a really good strategy that the, they unveiled to the world yesterday. I think I'd stick with them. You just need little kids and guns, as we'll learn in a little bit. But that would be my move, too. Find as many children as possible and arm them to the fucking teeth. No way, dude. It'd well, be like, it'd be like um, Planet Terror. Why would it be like when pl- she gives the kid the gun and he just shoots himself in two minutes? Dude, that's a movie. In real life, little kids, kids don't know how to shoot guns. Of course they do, man. They play Time Crisis fucking five or whatever and shit. You know what I mean? They do you know how to shoot, shoot a gun? You. 
Do you know how to I shoot a gun? I do, and I'm terrified. Exactly. You, what, you, you, how do you know how to shoot a fucking gun? I don't know. From like war games or whatever. I don't no. even know if there's a gun in war games. Actual guns are nothing like video games. Of course man. they are. You no. point them at Russians no. and or Germans. You gotta like put the bullets or in. Or silly aliens if you're a Halo player. It's and just, not that easy to load a gun. You mean you don't have to just point off the screen? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean, video games have been straying me wrong, dude. No, but... uh our guests tonight have, do have a plan for a zombie invasion, and they also, uh, you might know them first from a, a video they made uh, a little while back called Geek and Gamer Girls, which yeah. was humongous on the internet, Brenda. incredibly awesome. Incredibly awesome. It's a parody of the Katy Perry song, California Girls. And here's the other amazing thing about that video. Not only did millions of people watch it, but it taught millions of fucking geeks who the fuck Katy Perry was. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guarantee you, like, there, there are people like me who saw the Geek and Gamer Girl video first and were like, that was great, and then realized, oh, it's a parody of something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Katy Perry got a nice little boost off that, too. So Good for there should Katie be a little Perry. collab coming up. Uh, so you know them from Geek and, Geek and Gamer Girls. Their new video, uh, A Very Zombie Holiday, just dropped on YouTube. Individually, they are Michelle Boyd, Clara Grant, Marlon Sarley, and Rileya Vanderbilt. When their powers combine, they are Team Unicorn. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen. It's a little musical chair shuffle thing going on. Should we apologize for introducing them to Katy Perry? Sorry. No, I love Katy Perry. She did that Elmo thing. I just want to state it's Mylan. I'm so sorry. Uh oh. You could fuck up my name if you want right now. My name is Matt. I'll give you five options. You could be like Mutt, Mitt, call me Mitch, call me that dude with the hat who's making an ass of himself, whatever. I'm that guy. Uh, I apologize. It's it's been a long it's been a long happy Christmas. Um, as we were saying, you guys are Team Unicorn. Right. That's the thing. We should also say to the folks listening, uh, there are, uh, this is the most people we've ever had on the show before, so we might have to find the groove a little bit. It'll be like a Comic Con panel or whatever. But just pretend we're in Hall H and we're really unpopular. <laughs> you know what I mean? As like, long as there's no stabbings tonight, that'd be great. Yeah. Or eye scrapings or whatever. Look at the geeks. They're like, someone got stabbed in the face with a fucking replica from Lord of the Rings. And it turned out to be like, some dude cat slapped a guy or something. That was all Twitter's fault because the news just spread so fast and it it's was like, like telephone. telephone. Yeah. It's like purple monkey dishwasher. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the way I think we should, we should kick this off, you guys are Team Unicorn, but just so um, people listening kind of know who they're hearing from, maybe we should go uh, down the line and hear a little bit about each of you individually and how you came to become a member of the, the team known as Unicorn. Unicorn. Does that work? Sure. All right, so let's start with... Mylin, did I get that right? Yeah. All right, thank God. Um, <laughs> Mylin, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Philly originally. You're from Philly originally, and everyone from no one, everyone from different places too, right? So it's yeah. like, yes. it, it really is like a, a superhero team of, of, <laughs> of geeks, as we'll find out. Awesome. Um, you're from Philly. Uh, here's the other thing: a lot of people um, on the internet, I've seen haters, let's call them, or trolls, or whatever, have have doubted your authenticity as actual geeks and gamers. All you guys. So I think this might be a chance to maybe prove your street cred a little bit. How, how did you first get involved in the world of geekery? Were you into comics? Were you into uh, cartoons? I actually, my dad was a single dad when I was growing up, and he was a teenager when I was born, so he didn't know what the hell he was doing. So he's just like, 
I was around four, and my aunts were teenagers as well, and my dad would be at work, and they'd be like, let's just give her some video games. So, that sounds awesome. I have been gaming pretty hardcore since the age of four. If that's not a testament to having children as teenagers, I don't know what is. I'm pretty certain Sonic the Hedgehog raised me. That's awesome. <laughs> and Tails was your weird uncle. That did nothing. That did nothing, right? Was, and, and Knuckles, we don't want to talk about. That's a dark, that's a dark <laughs> time in our that past. that never happened. So, so you, you grew up on, on the classics, NES, uh, Genesis, that kind of stuff? I did, yeah. So. Was it always, is gaming now? I, I, saw, I remember in the Geek and Gamer Girl videos, you each kind of have your own little one of you's toys, one's comic books. Is that true? You each have your own kind of geek forte, or is it all encompassing? Uh, no, I was going to say we pretty much are... We all definitely Span have everything. like yeah. the things that we are super into. Like I know me and Claire are really into Sailor Moon, and while the other girls enjoy Sailor Moon, aren't like as ours run into deep. It. And then like I'd <laughs> say like Riley and Claire are super into Star Wars, or me and Michelle are really into World of Warcraft. Like we all have our things that we are common like, super on. super yeah, into, yeah. but like we all also share like commonality. With That's that. awesome. Like, I love Star Wars, but. Riley and Claire will kick my ass on knowledge about it. But like, if they want to hear about a talking cat, like, and a chick who dresses up in a schoolgirl thing, I can't remember their names. I used to watch Sailor Moon. My cat's name is Luna. Is it Luna? There we go. I I, it was on at like five o'clock in the morning when I grew up in New York, and I used to. I would get up early every single day before school to watch it. Yeah, Sailor Moon is kind of um the guys and girls across the board. Which Brenda, did you watch Sailor Moon? I had a friend that was really into it, and he would make me watch it. Of course, he made you watch it, right? But like, even prior to that, I mean, I'm talking like being six years old and watching Seven, watching Vampire Hunter D, and things like. So that. you were, you, that's amazing. So you wait at six yeah. years old, Vampire Hunter D. So you grew up on like actual My anime. My dad was not the most responsible. <laughs> that sounds fucking uber responsible to me. He's just like Cartoon Network. This is fine. I want to name my kid Arwen. Like I'm right on route with yeah, your dad. Yeah. Like you know that's what I mean. Awesome. Arwen or Spider-Man, if it's a boy or a girl, it could be both. Like, I don't see why you have to be all judgmental and stuff. Um, so you grew up on video games on, an- so you were watching, you were watching Vampire. I was Vampire watching anime Hunter. in the middle of the night when my dad was sleeping. So like Akira and Miyazaki, that kind of yep. stuff at like an early age. Project Aiko. Wow. Were other kids in your school into this? No. And it was really weird because there was me. There was, we didn't have a very big, mixed race population at my school so there was me like super into my anime and one of the three ethnic kids in my school (laughs) they were like stereotype (laughs) i said that as i was counting my bag of jew money (laughs) filing my horns down and shit i was like asian girl love anime no um but that's amazing though. And that, so, at what age did it go from like, okay, this is something I'm super into, to this is this is my life kind of? And I don't know if that's a fair assumption, but but you you are you've been on Attack of the Show and EATV. I've, I've done e, I've hosted for EATV, uh, guest co-hosted for Attack of the Show. Um, Street LTA. Fighter, Street Fighter had the musical. Street Fighter High School, the musical. I have Sakura, which is incredible. <laughs> I saw that for the first time like a few weeks ago. It's amazing. <laughs> like that that uh, that Ryu line where he's like, "Did you just say?" Sure, sure you can, yes. like, like, whoever, how did that come about real quick? Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Chang, she wrote it and it was just, it was kind of her baby and she had this great idea. The first time around, they, it was just something, second time around too, it was basically just something she did out of love, much like Geek and Gamer Girls and, um, she got a more awesome director the second time around to help out and make it look a little more pro. Oh, totally. If anyone hasn't seen it, check it out on, on YouTube or, or 
it, on the internet. It's amazing. It's basically um, if every character from Street Fighter went to high school together. It's like 90210 meets Street Fighter. And it was a musical. <laughs> but like every character, like the people from the games I missed, like the little guy with the chef hat who's in the new Street Fighter that I don't know his name. What is it? The uh, chef. Oh. I don't know. See, no one knows the fucking chef, but he's in it. It's that <laughs> all-encompassing. So that that's pretty awesome. And so you and you do a gaming blog. So you are you are yeah. a hardcore gamer. What are your what are you now? What are your favorite um, geek geekeries as it were? What are your favorite video games? Are you, are, do you read comics? Are you still into anime? Uh, I do read comics. I just started getting. I've always been into X Men, but I just started getting more into American comics. Um, I just read We Three. I love Fable. We Three is awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So stuff like that. Are you um, into manga? Yeah, that I was going to say. You That's still... actually where I started out was when I was a teenager. I started reading manga, and I would read Sailor Moon and Inuyasha, Ranma, uh, all that stuff. Have you heard of One Piece? I'm not familiar uh, with that one. See, everyone, yeah. Awesome? I'm obsessed with One Piece. One Piece is the longest-running manga anime right now. It's been for like 14 years or something. They're up to like oh, wow. episode 600. Like I don't know how I missed that. It's like a pirate <laughs> show where they have it's powers and stuff. The like, they tried to do an American dub of it. Check it out. If you, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That that was my suggestion for the day, but uh, so that was yeah, it's like hardcore gamer all growing up, um, and then lately, like some of my favorite games. I used to love the Final Fantasy series till they started sucking. Till the oh, fucking God. last one was the worst game. Um, of, oh. I don't know. Twelve was amazing characters, but it was just so boring. That was the most recent one. The, um, oh, no, the most no. recent one's thirteen. That Thir- was slightly better. Um, really, that was the one where it was like a fucking straight line, and they're like at hour thirty, it opens up to a circle. They just, super in, they, super inside the bark here, folks. It's been it's been pretty rough since seven and eight. Really, you didn't like nine? I was oh. okay at nine. I liked. I you like nine, Claire? I love Claire. nine because it made me feel like I was playing Final the Fantasy two. Yes, nine is actually my favorite with Vivi and Zidane oh, yeah, and all too. the characters. Like that's my favorite story. That's my favorite system. Like, yeah, I I feel bad when I tell people that seven isn't my favorite, but it's not because two was my favorite and then nine came out and I was like, oh, I like this. That's story. so awesome. Well, I like the character throwback. The storyline was a little. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, wow, we're gonna get into this. This is shaping up to be awesome. We should, <laughs> should all fight later. No, but uh, so so you 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 grew up super into video games, super into manga, super into anime. When did you when did it become a career? Kind of. Um. Is that is that <laughs> funny to ask? No, uh, it's true. I, but um. I feel like that's an amazing thing that that you can have a career kind of being a geek now. Like I've been trying to fucking do it for a few years. You know what I mean? Though, like for the first time, society has use for us. Yeah, no. It's, I mean, at least me. You guys, I always had use for. Him. Come on, but we'll get into that too. No, but so, so yeah. When was when was the first time you realized, hey, this is something I'm so passionate about that it's, that it's what I want to do? Honestly, it was earlier this year, back in March, when I started doing my vlog, and I that's when everything sort of started changing and happening. Um, I had always wanted to do a show about gaming, but I never knew really knew what. And my friend introduced me to how to make videos and how to edit and do YouTube. I'm like, this is genius, and I just started. <laughs> Saying whatever the hell I wanted, and people started watching it, and it just really snowballed. And you realize, and yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of cool, right? That you could talk about what you love. It's awesome that I can do the things I love. Like we in the green room, we're just now like Team Unicorn. People always wonder what it is and what it's about, and it's basically just a group <laughs> of awesome geek girls, and we do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, you guys were planning. <laughs> You're like, we got plans, leave us alone. I'm like, okay. We literally, like, Team Unicorn's gonna hurt me. It's not, like, people think we're a music group, they think whatever, uh, that we're actresses. It's like, we are just a bunch of geek girls who all happen to be in the acting community. And we think of awesome things and just do the things we love. And somehow people really 
seem to like it. That's so awesome. <laughs> so so kind of we have an idea. We're like, we should do that. Okay, let's do it. Everyone's and like, then we go, yes. oh, maybe we should have a name. We should <laughs> name ourselves so we actually have something to refer to. That's amazing. We'll get into the name in a minute. We'll get into the name in a minute. So, so that's Mylin's story. And next to my line, we have Claire Grant. How are you? Good. Good. And you grew up, I was talking to your dad earlier, you're you're a Tennessee girl? Memphis. Memphis, right on. Home of something, I don't know, I'm sorry. Elvis. Elvis. (laughs) And the ancient Greeks, that's a fish lyric, actually. How could I forget? That's from Talking Heads, Cities. Um, I'm sorry. So besides Elvis, what else was going on growing up? Were you were you two into video games, comic books at an early age? I was. Well, video games for sure when... When the nin- original Nintendo came out, I got that for Christmas, and actually I didn't get it. My little brother got it, um, but as soon as it became apparent that I was much better at video games than he was, <laughs> he just completely abandoned them altogether, and <laughs> I was like, all right, and do you remember... I don't, I was an original subscriber to Nintendo Power. Yes, me too. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Ben okay, was, yeah. so then do you guys remember when they offered to give you guys the free gift for being one of the first members? Yeah. yeah. Well, my free gift was Dragon Warrior 1, oh, which nice. my brother wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole, but I played it and I was like, this is the best game ever and it took Two years to finish. Yeah, that's so awesome. That was like when I discovered what was it, uh, Secret of Mana. I was in like oh my gosh, yeah, third grade or whatever. I, I was like all of those games. I was like every game isn't Mappy Land. Yes, like there's an actual story to this. Yeah, it was my one. There was one Korean kid in my neighborhood, Joe Choi, and I used to go to his house and play all these like import RPGs and shit, and yeah. not even know what I was reading. Me too. But it was like this game lasts forever. I think I don't even want to go back to my real life again. Yeah, um, and it's kind of continued. Lunar, on. Lunar was the first game that came out where I was like, I'm buying this. Soundtrack. This is gonna be That's great. So, awesome. yeah. so your brother immediately kind of jumped off the picture. He was and done. He was done. He walked away from that. <laughs> he was the like, I want to play with cars and trucks. Like Mario one. No, he played Mario three. But other than that, he was he was over it as soon as I was better than him. What was funny is when I was really young, my mom used to play with me, and she fucking kicked my ass. <laughs> and like Mario, it was it was Mario one, and like Mappy Land we used to play a lot of, and like. There was a Mickey and Minnie game. I don't remember if anyone remembers it. Mickey Mousecapades. Yeah, for the yeah. NES. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, of course. Like a lot of those old school ones. My mom was way better. And then All finally, finally she jumped off. And I was like, thank God I can those actually. Those Capcom Disney games were freaking awesome. So they were DuckTales. So DuckTales. Rescue oh Rangers. Gosh, I love DuckTales. Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers was the bomb. Yeah, absolutely. And you could do co-op. Oh my god. Aladdin. Good. If anyone questions that these ladies are actual geeks, she's as excited as Brendo gets right now. Like, this is amazing. (laughs) Um, so did you play them on the Super Nintendo too? Because Aladdin Aladdin was awesome. Aladdin Aladdin on Super Nintendo. It was so fucking hard. So hard. Like, Um, I remember getting to the genie level. Lion King was really hard. Though. I couldn't I beat it. I couldn't beat that one it. either. Um, beat it. I was no, so mad at myself the too. Game ever. I remember as a child it. having nightmares about the Aladdin game with the flying carpet ride. <laughs> and the, it was the, the flying carpet yeah. ride. It was the lava was level. So you hard. couldn't fucking beat it. So that was like the you, first level. The and you level. could cruise to that. No, no, no. The later, later. Oh, the later one. With with when Jafar's like in power. You could cruise there in like five hours. And then it would, you would die instantly. I remember that. I remember having a really hard this time. This is the greatest the night of level. all time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Although the Genesis version my friend had, that one was even harder. 
I remember like, that. My the Super Nintendo had one's a better. There's a li- he had the there's a big argument on the internet Echo about the which one's better. That's Echo, were you guys? Were you guys? Echo gave me nightmares. <laughs> I re- I remember like, that I liked the uh, X Men game on the Sega Genesis that came out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, where you could pick who you want. Yeah, yeah. Were you guys game? Anyone into Game Genie here when they were young? Um, my best friend had one, but because I just got reminded with Aladdin, like I was so a Game Genie person, where I would try a game and eventually I'd be like, "Fuck this." But then when Game Genie would break or would like lock you out from be actually all, beating yeah, the game, yeah. like you can get to the very end board, but you're no, even if you beat this boss, you don't beat the game. Yeah, game was, Genie was the only way I beat Bionic Commando because that game was really fucking hard. I don't even know what that is, but I Bionic remember Commando is where you had to fight the Nazis who would come back and they were trying to. <laughs> Are they robots? Hitler. Well, no, I don't know. I want Hitler fight was Nazi a robot. robot. I want to like, fight a Hitler, Hitler robot. Hitler was a cyborg, and you fought him at the end. Oh, video crazy. games. Um, <laughs> so ob- really obviously, hard. Claire, you 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 know your your video games. Yes. Going back early on, were you into comic books and cartoons and stuff like that too? Um, actually, I got oh, definitely cartoons. I was a huge cartoon fanatic. Actually, I've never really stopped watching cartoons. Me neither. What do yeah. you What are you watching nowadays? Um, any new shows? I, you know what I. My actually, my favorite clone, yeah, Clone Wars, Clone Wars kills. Yeah. Uh, I really loved Archer. Um, did you guys? Yeah, Archer's Archer? incredible. The John Benjamin Archer. show, yeah. Um, and I loved his show before that. Frisky Dingo was brilliant. Totally, and he did home movies. He was home on. Yeah. He's got two new shows this season, actually. John Benjamin. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. He's got the. Bob's Burgers, Bob's Burgers and something else. My recommendations to everyone right now, they're on Cartoon Network, who's been doing, like, I think really great work. Um, the show called Adventure Time. It's which amazing. is amazing. Yeah. It's about a little boy and like a dog who are like inside of a video game kind of that just like beat stuff up. And the dog <laughs> swallowed a, a, a vocoder or... So he sings an auto-tune. So he sings an auto-tune. Uh, there's another show called The Regular Show. I don't know if anyone here has seen that or heard of that. It stars like a bird and a raccoon. Same guy who made Angry Beavers. Like I just started watching that. Like there's like a whole block. There's a show called Flapjack, which is like a pirate. Like the Cartoon Network's been doing really cool stuff. Like it's awesome. like a cool second wave of of animation almost. Uh, and it's four kids. No, that's the weird. It's four kids or stoners. Like literally, <laughs> someone involved there has to know what's going on in this situation. You know what I mean? It's like the old. Uh, Sid and Marty Kraft stuff. Like, sure, it's for kids, but, like, it also works amazing if you're right. on hallucinogens. Right. Of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, I Like, they're not, like, rated R on at adult times or anything, but I, they're the most irreverent, bizarre, like, kind of weirdly, like, esoteric almost. Like, I don't get how any little kids could, could get these shows, but that seems to be the new trend in little kids shows, just weird shit with amazing animation. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've seen since... I'm I'm a grown up when that I loved when I was a kid. I watch it now and I'm like, I can't how did I first of all not see what they were really saying? And yeah. second of all, why did I think that was funny? <laughs> like wait, like what what in specific? Um, Do you remember? Like Pink Elephants from Dumbo. No idea what that was about as a kid. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and me neither. Oh, well that was cool. all of Calvin and Hobbes in the far side too. I don't know if you guys had the same experience, yeah, like reading yeah. it as a kid and being like, I love it, and then reading as an adult and being like, Oh, it actually meant something. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just a fucking stuffed tiger or whatever. I haven't read Calvin and Hobbes since I've been an adult. It's all really oh, it's yeah. all like philosophy and weird yeah. like it's huh. it's really kind of just Calvin's the most depressing like seven so, year old in the world. So, They're all just yeah. really bleak like statements on humanity and shit. 
So Claire, what shows like don't hold up? Like, are we talking like GI Joe because that doesn't hold up at all for me? Yeah, that doesn't hold up. Um, I was really disappointed to watch Thundercats as an yeah. adult. Like a lot of that yeah. stuff. Yeah, but that remaking is heartbreaking. He yeah, and pretty awful actually, yeah. I watched that before bed. He man, asleep. the yeah. shows that do hold up are like Nicktoons, like Rocco's Modern Life. And like yeah. even like early Rugrats, Little Monsters holds up. Spaced oh. Invaders oh, oh, fucked me up though. You guys know Spaced Invaders with no. like the wacky aliens who land and just want pizza that. and Directed shit. Directed by the guy that made Angus. Ugh. <laughs> I opened up the wrong can of worms on that one. It's true. You need to give me a list of anything so I can steer away from it's Angus. That and Space Invaders. You guys know Angus, Anus? the film Angus. What? Thank you so much. Oh. It's Brendo's favorite movie ever made. No one knows it because it's not very. But we'll move on. Everybody that I know that's seen it likes it. All right. So we, we've done this before. Uh, <laughs> he really likes Angus. Um, so, so, was it ever comic books too? Were you ever? Yeah. Um, I became, I got, I got really into comic books, I guess, in junior highs when I discovered comic books. And it was, it was the X-Men and it was from playing that video game. I love so that video game. So it was the Jim game. Lee. It was the relaunch, like, Right, from that, right around the time of that Genesis game that yes. came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played that game and, and I was, was like, cartoon. this is awesome. And the car- that 90s cartoon. Oh, yeah. Loved it. And then, and then I think, um, I had like the biggest crush on Gambit. And then I, that, that's, I was like, I have to learn everything. And so I started reading. Gentlemen, start learning fakey Cajun accents. Immediately. What's that you said about Gambit, Claire? No, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was that was that's how I got started reading comics and superheroes. And then and then cut to a, uh, cut to years later, and you're you're an actress, and you're still pretty much involved. Well, especially with Team Unicorn, but you and and Riley, who we'll talk to in a second, um, did a, a short film called Saber, which yeah. is pretty damn geeky and amazing. If anyone hasn't seen it, um. Directed by, uh, written and directed by Adam Green, which is, it's, uh, basically like an axe deodorant commercial involving Siths and Jedis, if I don't want to spoil yeah. it. I think most <laughs> people have seen it by this point. Yeah. And, um, uh, you've been in a lot of films. You've been in like, uh, a lot of, a lot of, me- uh, Tennessee related films, like, yeah. Walk the Line, and um, Black Snake Moan. Moan by Craig Brewer, which is, yeah. I love that fucking I movie. Too. I think too. that dude's an amazing talent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you were on like Warren the Ape, which is amazing too. That I gets like you. That gets you geek cred. <laughs> like I went clapping. I went to the I went to the King Kong ride opening with Kevin a few months ago at Universal, and Warren the Ape was there, and everyone was like, "We're gonna go on King Kong," and I'm like, "I know that fucking puppet. Let's forget the ride. Let's talk to the puppet. Where's Count Blah? Like, oh, I you know, love Blah. I love I love Greg the Bunny. I make actually one of the on Derek. You got to do it now. You have to do it on the do show. It. You're in so much pressure. This is an ongoing. This is my favorite thing that Derek does. We have a little routine we do. It's a count blah routine. Derek, you gonna do it? Or are you gonna leave us all on the spot? Oh, you're a podcaster now, man. Everyone's clamoring for. It. Come on, man. You gotta step up. Ready, Derek? Ask me if I'm going. To, you're not gonna do it. Wow. Boom. Wow. He'll take it too. He's that embarrassed. He does this whole routine where count blah. I see it doesn't even work anymore. What a bummer. <laughs> Taking your fucking Ghostbusters back and demoting you to Ghostbusters extreme action figures. What do you think of that? <laughs> Get the guy in the wheelchair and shit for Christmas. Um, awesome. Uh, oh, look at that. It comes with a Slimer. I know, man. It's, it's, and they got Christmas ads. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, um, how did you, what, 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 what about it, uh, what about the geek world to you, for you is still so compelling that you'd want to, 
you know, Geek and Gamer Girls and now zombie stuff and like the, the new video. Um, um, what keeps you coming back as an adult, as it were? Oh, well, I find endless comfort in all of those things and um, have really, really spent my whole life having lots of friends who did not share the same interests as me whatsoever. And I moved to Los Angeles and actually the... I went to Ryan's comic book store. Like, Golden Apple I, Comics. I sought yeah. it out immediately. On Melrose. And then just started like going there all the time. And I didn't really know anybody in town. And then I met Riley. <laughs> and we were waiting tables together. And as soon as we discovered we were both like nerdy in the same ways, we were like, oh, this is good. And we kept <laughs> talking about how awesome it would be if we could have a lightsaber battle and put it on film and that just we just talked about it so much that one day we were like we are doing see that's the amazing part of that because i've talked about that i want to build a fucking death star (laughs) you know what i mean like i want robot legs but i would never work towards that what you know what i mean the fact that you guys have the initiative and to realize like not only do we love this thing but we want to we want to now create from it it's it's inspiring you know what i mean yeah well honestly we just we just we really wanted to be on film fighting with lightsabers. It's, I mean, it, who doesn't? Right? Yeah, even if we just like we didn't, World we didn't it. know it was going to be as as pretty and well put together when we very first thought of it. We honestly didn't think that we were going to do anything with it. And then the more that we started working about working on it and talking about it, we were like, oh, let's make this great. And then and then we did, and it was awesome. No, and it is pretty awesome for anyone who hasn't checked it out yet. So. We will move on now to Miss Rileya or Riley, I've been told, right? Yeah. Okay. I, Riley for short. Riley. It's easier okay. for people. Hey, out there. Whatever is easier. Okay. Or Rileya. <laughs> Rileya Vanderbilt. <laughs> um, I did a little bit of research. You're from Cripple Creek? Yeah, Cripple I did, Creek, Colorado. I didn't know that was a real place, but that's amazing. It is. I know. Song. There's a whole song. You get that a lot. Cripple Creek. Up on Cripple Creek, yeah. 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 And I guess there's no. There, gr- there were 27 kids in my graduating class. So it was. It's a. It's a Isn't really it a small real town. Tiny? So it pretty much, it doesn't exist. It's that's cripple. Great. It is the song. Like more people know the song than know the actual town. Yeah. 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 Like if the song suddenly stopped existing, the town would disappear in like some I, weird twilight zone. Anyway, could happen. Could happen. It's like the nexus of reality. I hope you wouldn't disappear. I. I hope I don't do. Oh. You'd be connected magically to that town. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone who ever met you too. Like <laughs> just, <laughs> turns into some weird sci-fi channel pilot or whatever. <laughs> Write that down. That's, that's totally where we all we all like show up. Saturday like, uh, night sci-fi. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you grew up in Cripple Creek, Colorado, uh, which which sounds like an incredibly small town. Very. Um, very small. What was your childhood like? As far as uh, were you into the, any of the any of the geek kind of stuff? Was it were you was it available for you? Like uh, that, that that's the thing. Was it just mountains <laughs> and like? Well, actually, I people um, who love the song like. They, <laughs> um. Well, growing up in such a small town and um, really like our, you know, I lived like outside of town, so we didn't have cable up there or anything like that or, you know, there wasn't a lot. Like we don't, we don't even fucking have a grocery store in that town still to this day. So there probably have... wasn't a comic book and or collectible shop? No, there's, <laughs> there was no such thing, but um, I kind of account my geekery to that because um, I just had my brother. It was him and me and no TV and we really didn't have anything, so. You didn't, was... have a t- you didn't even have a TV? Well, I mean, when I was younger, so like, when they were all playing video games at first, like I was, you're like it's snowing I, again. I think I had two <laughs> channels, you know, like with the with the rabbit ears, yeah, literally yeah. with the rabbit ears. Um, 
but uh but him and I like we would we would get movies like we'd go and we'd see certain movies and then that movie was our lives and we would like make believe and like keep creating things in this world it was like let's pretend this one day and then let's pretend that and um like one of the first big movies I saw was Star Wars um so it Holds a special place in my wow, heart. Wow, you just got like, like yeah, yeah you know, look at that. It just brings back so many memories of like Jawas. Ooh, no, I'm kidding. Jawas and Ewoks. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back then, when you're five years old, six years old, it was it was such a no, but deal. that's that's amazing, and that was your inroad kind of to like it, it kind of was, and then um you know, and then that was such a big thing. Star was such a big thing, and then um I w- I would see like on our one channel like Star Trek, you know, Next Generation was happening, and like it was all you know staticky, snowy Star Trek. But I would rush home every day from school, you know, and turn it on to that one channel and like watch Star Trek. So were, were, were any of your friends, any of the other twenty people in town, into Star Trek or twenty six people? Twenty six people. I'm sorry. Well, that was. In my class, there were oh, a couple, okay. There, okay. Were, there, were, there were a few adults. Oh, okay, there were a few it adults. wasn't like Children of the Corn. No, no. <laughs> and they were like Outlander. We watch Star Trek here on shitty reception. Um. Well, I think uh, for the most part, I didn't really have any friends that were really into that stuff. I mean, I I became a huge reader at a young age, Me reading too. like yeah. when I was like. I don't know, seven, eight, I started reading Lord of the Rings. That's really early to start those books, but I didn't have any other kind of stuff. Well, that's so. kind of an escape. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the sense of like, I think all little kids need a little, a, a bit of escape. And that's why they, I think as an adult, I, a lot of us still do, but uh, that's why cartoons and video games and Muppets yeah, exactly. and toys and stuff like that. But I definitely think books and especially like fantasy and stuff like that is, is huge, yeah. fundamental in terms of like child development almost because that's a, I agree with that. I mean, it, it, it gets your, you know, to be creative and to like imagine things outside of a box. I, it, I think it's really important. And I, I've also found that most creative people, they grew up loving something and it kind of all clicked on the day where they realized that someone made that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you're really little, like Wizard of Oz is just a movie. And then the day you realize, oh, someone directed that movie and you realize the concept of what... Well, what? I remember, um, like I said, I would see movies and they were like everything because we didn't have TV and stuff. So like I, every time we saw a movie, like it was, I wanted to be whatever that movie was. So I'd watch Space Camp and I wanted to be an astronaut and I yeah. saw Indiana Jones um, and I wanted to be an archaeologist. Das Boot. And you're like, muscle vest, dinner. I demand Top dinner. All of a sudden I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. fly F-14s and my mom was like, it doesn't work that way. You ha- These are actors and they, they're the ones who get to make believe and I said I want to make believe all my life so I want to be an actor so I knew from a young age I want to be an actor just based on the fact that I just wanted to do you know so many different things from different movies (laughs) and as an and as an actor you've been in a ton of stuff like Saber like we were talking about before um you're in the film Hatchet now there's been a debate who did you play in Hatchet (laughs) on IMDb it lists you as is that the it's, yeah. Were you young I, Victor Crowley? I play young Victor Crowley. How is that possible? Because I've seen Hatchet quite a few times. Well, um, I'm I'm not only just an actress, I'm also a makeup artist. And uh, before uh, before Hatchet actually happened, um, Adam Green, um, who's my husband now, um, he he approached me. We were just friends, and he's like, "I know you went to makeup school. I'm trying to do this test makeup and do this uh, this trailer. I want to do a mock, kind of a mock trailer to get investors interested. Would you want to come and like do this monster makeup?" And that I was, was his like, in. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right? The guys out there, yeah. <laughs> find tricks or do makeup, I'm just saying, and have money for monster movies yeah, in the back pocket. Riley has a better line for it. Oh, I believe the... there was how he approached you about playing like a deformed... 
uh, deformed little boy? Yeah. What about it? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh. I believe yeah. those were the would exact. You, yeah, he's like, would you mind playing, uh, would you mind just having us do like a, a cast of your face and stuff to be a deformed little boy? And I said, all right, that sounds like fun. Um, I'm going to marry you one day. Best pickup line ever. <laughs> Will you please come play a deformed little boy, boy in my movie? So, <laughs> so yeah, I just, I, uh, I did the test makeup and then it got picked up and the molds were already made and like we were dating by that point and I was like, I'll do makeup for your movie and I'll be the monster in it. So, um, I'm Victor Crowley. So so I, I so am a kill. I am a swamp monster. The geek cred in this show just people. shot through the roof. <laughs> we have Victor Crowley on stage now. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Um, speaking of other, uh, now, now that we said he's your husband, uh, the movie, film Frozen, he did. Mm-hmm. You're a part of that, which yep. is an awesome kind of Jaws on a chairlift almost yeah. with wolves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Claire can't. Yeah. She watched that movie. She's wanna, she's traumatized. Are you a big skier or snowboarder, or you just hate wolves or dying? No, I, I love <laughs> wolves. Now I'm afraid they'll eat me, and I will <laughs> never get on another ski lift. Done. Yeah, we pretty much traumatized her. For yeah, I mean, I think you traumatized a lot of people for life on that. Like, I don't <laughs> even. Was, that was always my worst nightmare, getting on a ski lift, like being on it. And like at Mammoth, some of those are like 20 minutes long. And I'm just like, and it, they do stop on occasion. Yeah. And I'm just like, what if it doesn't start again? And that is a great premise right there. Like, it actually happened to a guy, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Happened it happens to, quite frequently. It happened actually when we were filming it. Um, a guy, I think it was in Switzerland or something, got stuck on one. And uh, the way they found him, he actually lit his money on fire. Oh, and wow. the search rescue people actually I th- I don't I don't know how long he was up there I think maybe a day or Oh my god a day that's so half. awesome so it does happen <laughs> Yeah, that's the only movie I've ever had to plug my ears and then turn away from because I couldn't handle watching it or hearing it. Wow, that's that's definitely a testament for our film, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there are fucking <laughs> wolves in it, guys. Who doesn't love wolves? They're adorable and yet ferocious. It's nature's big conundrum. Check it out if you haven't seen it already. Um, very cool. And then, well, I mean, we'll talk about Geek and Gamer Girl videos, and maybe we should have done this to begin with, but you play Baroness mm-hmm. in the video. Did you guys all pick who you wanted to play? Yeah, yeah. those are all our Let, Let's go down r- real quick. Mylan, you you play Psylocke. And Psylocke. And that was her own costume. Yeah. Because you, you guys are cosplayers, we, too, right? Yeah, A little yeah. Bit. we didn't, we didn't um, just, like, randomly draw we it out. We pulled them out we of our ha- closets. Yeah, we had them already. We're like, what right. cosplay do you have? And we're just like, and then, like, going through all them, they're like, wait, which one are you going to wear? That's okay, awesome. well, then I'm going to wear this one, so yeah. we're not in the same vein. You're like, I'll be Jubilee or Wendigo. We'll see how the day goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so you were Jubilee. Claire, you... No, no, no. I was Psylocke. Um, excuse me. What am I saying? Yeah, we Jubilee. The one Asian I'm so there's they're both Asian kind of right yeah Betty uh, Psylocke is Asian too she's British British, but then she got transferred transferred into into a robot that was half Asian into the Japanese girl's body yeah Yeah. that whole like all right I apologize (laughs) Psylocke who's much cooler than Jubilee Jubilee sucks yeah Yeah, Jubilee sucks Jubilee does kind of suck I'm not gonna lie she was invented for the cartoon with psychic powers with they found her in a mall. That's her origin yeah. in the yeah, cartoon. Yeah, Jubilee sucks. Jubilee sucks. Psylocke is incredible. On the other hand, yes, and yes. Wow, I fucked that up. Uh, Claire, you play you play Laura Croft. No, I'm just kidding. Laura, see, I was doing that on purpose. I got you now. You play Laura Croft in the video, right? Yeah. You picked that one. I did. That was actually one of the first things I ever. That was one of the first cosplay. things I ever cosplayed. I had the first thing I cosplayed was Sailor Moon, and then after that, I was like, oh, it have to be, have to be Laura Croft. I did that. Right on. Riley, you were uh, Baroness, as we said, from G.I. Joe. Yeah. yeah. Were you a big G.I. Joe fan? Um, I 
I never really liked she the cartoon. She just makes a hot baroness. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because I don't even like G.I. Joe, but I like the movie. You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, Sienna yeah. Miller's in it or whatever. The movie was, yeah. That but costume is better cost- than the cartoon in, in its entirety. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, um, Mylon and I are, well, we're all really big on this. We're really picky about <laughs> cosplaying things that we can cosplay. So I'm never going to cosplay Psylocke because I'm... You know, like, you you wouldn't be Jean Grey because you don't have red hair? Well, no, that, that's not true. That, like, me and my work. Yeah, she could play, but I would never cosplay as Rogue because like, no she matter how much I love Rogue, Rogue, I will look retarded. Of course. So, like, none of you are going to be Bishop for Comic Con next year. Yeah, that's, that, <laughs> that's a fair assumption. But that's why that one was so cool. Um, <laughs> and and uh, Michelle, who we'll get to now, you you play uh, Han Solo. I was Han Solo. Yeah. Speaking of things you could never actually cosplay. That's yeah, different though. You were hot girl <laughs> con- Han Solo. You were hot <laughs> Solo. That worked. Hot version of Han Solo. You're on the the Kessel Run in twelve hot. Sex, you know, you can keep going. Um, Michelle, wow. Yeah, oh, I got tons and tons. Suitcases full of them. Um, Michelle, you grew up in Gainesville? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. I was born in Gainesville. I'm a Navy brat. IMDb fucking lied to me. No, <laughs> I'm going to cancel my pro. It never said grew up. I was born in Gainesville. My brain lied to me. Less than a year there, I'm a Navy brat. I grew up everywhere. Wow. So I grew up in Florida. I grew up in Florida, uh, San Diego, Boston, Japan. Uh, there's a summer in Italy in there somewhere, Virginia, like just all over the place. What was your favorite out of all those places? Japan. Yeah, I was just going to say, awesome. hopefully, right? Yeah, yeah. Where in Japan were you living? Uh, we were in Yokosuka, like a couple hours south of Tokyo. How old were you when you were there? I was a kid. I was like second through fourth grade. Well, it, so, do you still yeah. remember it though? Was it yeah, the most amazing? It was such a culture shock. Well, it was fun because um, my. I'm actually blonde, normally. <laughs> so uh, to be tall what? and blonde no, and blue-eyed in that town yeah, was just kind of fun. It was great. Out. I never, I never lost my mom because anytime we got separated, I just stood up on something high. And well, that's what I keep saying. I'm like five ten, but I want to go to Japan and just feel like a king among exactly. men you for do. like you a really week. Do. I'm <laughs> also really like, fun. I'm also like, I don't know. I'm an Anglophile. What's the word for? J- I'm a Jap, a Nippon file. I don't know. I'm obsessed with all things Japanese culture related, like anime and manga. Racism is fun. Was that racist? <laughs> no, I don't know. No, Anglophile no, is a no, word. Hongo is how you say uh, Japanese. So no, Nippon is the word for Japan, right? Nippon. Nippon, Nippon. is the word for Japan, but uh, Nihongo is, is uh, Japanese, Japanese people. Okay. So something in there, maybe? Okay, right on. <laughs> um, I would love to go to Japan more than anything in the world, but what I'm also obsessed with is marijuana, and that is the one planet, <laughs> the one planet, the one country on the planet that has the strictest, like, pot laws. Like, it, it doesn't, doesn't exist. Yeah. And in my mind, like, Akibara and without pot is just a sad day for me. <laughs> Like if I'm if I'm like at if I'm going to pure if I'm going to Hello Kitty Puro Land I want a joint before don't and I would I would go don't do it. I would totally take that boat ride it looks incredible that being said I'm smoking while I say that um why you're a Puro Land fan I've been wanting to go to Japan since I was 11 yeah um, and I'm part Japanese and I have wanted to go to Hello Kitty Land all my life I want to go there and the, and the, and the Ghibli Museum in Mitaka or whatever like yeah yeah there's a lot of places I want to go. yeah um. So that's my thing on Japan. But you lived in Japan, and did. you didn't have a problem with the pot thing because you were six. Exactly. And, one would hope. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying that. Um, so that was that was definitely. Now, did you pick up like anime and manga and video game stuff then? No, not really at all. Actually, when I was there, I was on a navy base for most of the time. So you are so far removed. Um, if you you know uh, that whole uh, Robin Sparkles thing from How I Met Your Mother and yeah, how, yeah. Like, she dressed in the '80s and those '90s. Same deal in Japan. Uh, <laughs> everything that happened in the U.S. kind of hit us on navy bases about five or six years. That's awesome. So, So like, right now, they're getting Virtua Boys, and they're so excited. (laughs) 
They're like, this will never make us go blind. <laughs> Nintendo's a fantastic corporation. Exactly. Um, so I, I, that's actually where I got more into books. I've always been a huge book nerd. So um, I, I didn't actually start getting into video games until I got the original Nintendo 64. And that was my first experience with Nerd Rage because I cannot kill the fucking dog in Duck Hunt. I yeah, that dog. Everyone, I think everyone goes through that. I would throw that. the gun at the TV. Has anyone ever modded that so you can kill the dog? Because that's the greatest thing I've heard. They have it online where you can kill the dog. Finally. I think that was everyone. Because then you would walk up to the TV and, yeah. and stick the gun literally touching the, the plastic. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah. fucking die, dog. I would stand in front of the TV with my gun just on it. Because it was one of those, my grandmother had one of those old school TVs yeah. in a big case. And I would just sit there like, and he would, just, he, like, would just, he would just he would just he would just laugh at you that dog he would just laugh oh. he would not die exactly the one retribution was turning it off but then you had to go into real life and it was like ah dog you win in both scenarios <laughs> I can't kill you and I don't want to see the outside world um <laughs> when did you get back to the states like permanently um we moved from Japan to San Diego uh so like fifth sixth grade or so and then I've been in the states ever since and that was kind of the time that like you got into video games. That, I mean, that was where Nintendo came into play, but I mean, I, you know, I kind of had a fleeting experience with them all through school. Uh, you know, I started playing text-based MUDs. Uh, what so is that? That, yeah. That, yeah. That, you just got yeah. Brendo excited about oh, something. Hey, good. <laughs> um, I played Avalon pretty much obsessively. What are text-based MUDs? It's like an it, online game, like you would it's like connect. It's like RPG, but no it's graphics. It's like text RPGs that oh, you, you connect to like yeah. a, it's like a, connect to like a server. Yeah, or Already. we can um Oregon Trail, but Oregon Trail had graphics. The oh, yeah. minor ones. It did. You got dysentery and it was yeah. like oh. Gemstone yeah. three. I did I did have friends in school who I would go over to their house exclusively to play their video games and I think they wised up, which was unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh so I uh They're like hi Diddy I, Kong, Michelle is coming around the block. <laughs> but it was great in school because my high school hadn't quite figured out that games are not supposed to you know, something we're supposed to be playing. And so they just give us free reign on the computers. They hadn't blocked anything yet. So I'd just be sitting there gaming during school throughout the, the day. And I'm the, like, oh yeah, I'm studying. It's fine. I had a similar yeah. thing. The amazing. words on the screen. It's cool. The amazing thing I somehow worked out and I was like a, maybe a, I wasn't like a bad kid, but I talked a lot. So maybe they were just so happy I shut up. But like ninth, 10th and 11th grade before I started stop going, I would play Pokemon for nine hours, like yeah. every minute of every day in every class and the teachers would let it go on. Like I played like 800 hours on Pokemon <laughs> Blue. Oh yeah. Yeah, like that's the one thing I remember from high school is trying to get like a Weedle. <laughs> After I was so far in the game that was like, look, if I fucking look at the Weedle, I'm going to kill it. How am I going to catch it? How am I going to catch it, Ash? Okay, figure this out. The private school that we went, that I went to for my freshman and sophomore year had a fiber optic network. It was one of the first in the country. So you can like land shit Yeah, in high and school? we had a secret folder on one of the network computers that the, that the teacher didn't know about, that the computer lab teacher, and it had Marathon on it, which if some of you guys know is the precursor to Halo, and we would play like death matches yeah. during class and they, and teachers for had years no idea. yeah they had no, no idea, idea what's going on it was yeah. fun it's fun growing up kind of when we did when teacher like when we knew more about the computers in the yes. school than the teachers yeah. did like i used to take all the mouse balls out of the things and like <laughs> i would turn every desktop to like a picture of me with a thumbs up or whatever and like because the school was networked and shit like you could the teachers would still be like hunting and those were the heydays control alt delete and that was the only thing they knew control yeah. alt delete uh. yeah Exactly. <laughs> well, it's sad because, I mean, at my school, there weren't a lot of people who were into computers, really, or, like, fantasy or sci-fi books. So, like, you know, I'd be in the computer lab, and I'd be the only one there. Or uh, our school library, which was sad, uh, did actually have some pretty good fantasy novels. And it was me and one other guy at our school that checked them out. And that was the only other guy I could talk to. It was always me and the teachers. Like, I remember me and my eighth grade biology teacher used to talk every day about, like, the Dark Tower books by Stephen uh, King and shit like that. 
And no one had any clue what we no were. Idea. They'd be like, I think Matt is having sex with Mr. Dolly. Because <laughs> they keep talking about like some ongoing quest and Kef and Cotet and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was exactly like that. It was just, you know, and it, it kind of kept going through college. College was the, you know, it was great. I got to meet other people who were actually into video games, but that was still like, you know, there was a lot of uh, like GoldenEye. Um, oh man, and, like, it was like StarCraft yeah. years, and there was a little bit of PC online stuff. Like, yeah, a little bit. Uh, the problem was is that the boys would never let us play ever. Like we didn't, you know, I didn't have my own system at the time, and so it was always just walk two dorm rooms over and you know try to basically kick a guy out of chair and just be like, no, 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 it's my turn to play Doom. Go, leave, go away. Yeah, it's it's like from I you play from quiz. you even saying that, and like, and I'm fairly fucking geeky. It's weird for a geek dude to be like, oh, chicks want to play video games. Yeah. And, like, and that's what yeah, I think I love about Team Unicorn is like striving to correct almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But like, it's almost like, why would you want to play Doom? But that, and that's such a horrible backward stereotype that that like the world needs to get over. I feel like you know what I mean. And I'm sure you caught that. Yeah. Like well, we, I did, everyone's I did caught. Everyone catches that a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure when pe- yeah. people don't actually believe that you're into. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was hard to explain too. Especially, I mean, I was playing Avalon, and also when I started playing World of Warcraft, to try to explain to people what it was I was doing for like 12, 13 hours a day. Yeah. Brendo's a huge love, WoW player. I've never. Yeah, I was I've, gonna say I love when people don't believe me and Michelle play World of Warcraft. <laughs> Like, I believe this motherfucker plays World of Warcraft. <laughs> I'll tell you that. No, no, He's no, got no. a guild and all that shit. You don't no. understand. My Lynn was third. I'm in two first, guilds. First girl so. in the guild. I was the first girl in our guild. And I think hit third 85. in guild to hit 85. 85 is the new level cap for World of Warcraft. You guys are 85 um, I'm in all heroics gear. Like, I'm ready to raid. My oh other my guild's God. doing 25 yeah. man. I am like, so close. Blocking descent. 5,000 times geekier than I am, and that's awesome. Have you like, just been, like, playing nonstop since last week yeah, or what? Yeah, basically. You had no life for, like, the first How did you get to 85? You got heroics already? Yeah. Remember those well, like three or four days where we didn't hear anything on? from her? Yeah. It was that literally was like radio silent. I may really disappeared was. for three. Okay, so this is what happened. <laughs> so, so the new world, of War- the new world of Warcraft came out, right? What's the new world of Warcraft came out. Cataclysm, the new on expansion. The seven. Um, it owns and my soul. the thing is, crazy enough, it came out literally the next morning. I had to film a Bud Light commercial, and so I was like. It's midnight. I got in the digital download. I'm like, I'm playing this fucking game. Uh, I had a 5.30 a.m. call, which means oh, I had man. to be up at 4 a.m. to get there. And I'm just like, crap. And uh, <laughs> so at like 2 a.m., I log out. I would like barely gotten to see it because, of course, the servers are down because everyone was trying to log slammed. in at 12.01. Um, and literally, I had a 16-hour shoot that day on like three hours of sleep. I got home. And for the next, I don't know, 48 hours, I was just like, I'm getting to 85 no matter what. And uh, so I slept like here and there for an hour and like, five minutes. <laughs> I slept when my body needed to. Yeah, I slept when I was literally like practically passed out on my computer. Well, the um, thing with those MM, MMORPGs is that if you don't if you don't play that much when the new thing comes out, you're, you're fucked. Level you're you're high, not. Right? I'm just you're, a sicko and I'm really like competitive. Right now, like, I'm still not. I'm like this close to 85. I'm, I'm nowhere close. Where are you, Brent? Yeah. Well, I I actually had an extended absence from the game, so I I missed Wrath of Lich King completely. Oh, and Bernie, oh wow! I so what are you at? Embarrass yourself. I'm at level seventy-two. Hellfire Peninsula is totally at level forty. Don't feel yeah. so bad. Is that not good? I'm at level zero. I've never. <laughs> well, I literally didn't play for two years, and then everybody at my work was talking about Cataclysm, and I'm like, I think it's time to get back in. Yeah. I'm scared of them because I know I have an addictive personality, and like I spend like. 200 yeah. plus hours on Fallout New Vegas. God knows what I'll do on like DC Online. Yeah, so that's I'm the really. Yeah. I have such an obsessive personality that I understand it in other people. So when other people go, oh, I don't know if I should play or not, I'm usually like, 
I tell them no. It's like a new drug. I really don't think. You want to have a life? Don't play this game. Just understand the type of commitment you're making. I'm really straightforward about it. I'm like, if you like this, this, and this, and can manage your time and realize, like, you have to go sometimes. You've got to be able to set yourself to like two hours a day or something, or like you've got to have it. Or I mean, I was joking. I was. I was. Oh. <laughs> 12 hours I was I was kidding how, how many how many hours a day are you there are, are you some guys days logging? where I've played like 20 22 hours that's amazing oh my God. Uh, I don't play like that regularly but when I'm raiding regularly uh, a raid <laughs> yeah a raid lasts for at least it's, like three hours in real you, time yeah, yeah. yeah you have to tell people too you're like I'm sorry I can't do that I can't answer the phone I can't come to the door I'm raiding you can't. Um, you can't leave. My lens blown me off a couple times because she has like Wednesday night. Because we have raid night. Because she's been raiding. Sorry. She's like, if you want to come over and hang out, I'm like, oh, I actually got to go. And she's I gotta like, oh, clear what's going on? Like, Citadel. I after, seven, after seven, I'm not available. <laughs> I'm like, I want. I'll be available up until seven. And she's like, oh, what's going on? Like, are you going out? I'm like, no. Um, I just got this thing, and I'm like, fine. I'm raiding. I have to go. <laughs> the stake yeah. of the free world depends on it. That stems back. Claire, to, Claire to does the Magic the Gathering tournaments. So, do you guys play? Magic the Gathering too. Yeah, I, do. I was actually he plays just magic. in a tournament. Last really? Week. Yeah. How'd it go? It was good. I I beat three out of the four people that I played, which is awesome. Nobody else on my team did that. The only card game I ever did was Pokemon. I, I really like. I still Pokemon. have all my old Pokemon cards. I have a book. I have a binder. I have a Japanese Charizard that I'm holding on to because one day it'll buy me a car. I sold all my <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> I sold all my Japanese holograms at the height. That's what I got. I, I made some. And cards. I even had the um the game. They put out a Game Boy game that was Pokemon card. The game. It yeah. was literally the Pokemon card battle my on a game. My cards are all like first edition, <laughs> which are so totally worth something now. So yeah, you guys. So you really are all across the board in terms of like comic books and movies yeah. and World of Warcraft and like and and card gaming. Do any I'm of you guys? I'm totally caught up on Walking Dead. I'm I'm just me too. I'm so excited when the well, TV series. Well, and, and, yeah, we're all caught and up. And Michelle, that, speaking you know. more about gaming, you you kind of took your love of World of Warcraft one step further. You're on the show The Guild, right? Yes. Which is for those of you who don't know the there World of go. Warcraft show, right? Felicia Pretty Day. Much, yeah. yeah. They, they they can't officially name it that because of copyright right. reasons, but yeah, basically uh, the Felicia Day pens, and uh, I think it's uh, it just finished its fourth season. I mean, they're on that unnamed RPG show that has yeah, nothing that to do with the game with by World a company called all. Blizzard. Um, yes, <laughs> and I play a gamer on it. So is it a, yeah, is like it a stretch? Console gamer. I, yeah, FPS Riley. Player. Riley, the character I play, is an FPS gamer. Uh, and yes, and possibly a similarity name, maybe because it's based on her. The character. Are, are you yeah. an FPS Felicia, gamer, Riley? Well, that, she is. That yeah. that, and that character's I, based uh, on I met yeah. Felicia um, when she was filming Dr. Horrible. And yeah. uh, we started talking about games. And she's like, wow, I, um, I, I play online with Nathan Fillion. And that's why I was at set. And so he introduced us. And, he's, and she was really excited. She's like, I, I don't know anyone else, any other girls who play FPSs. She's like, this is crazy. So I was like, I don't know why. What, what do you guys play? Halo, COD? Uh, yeah, Halo. Gears of War. Halo. Yeah. I I mean I do COD and I um Gears, but Halo's my heart. Halo's so. your game. The yeah. problem with Halo and Gears. COD like um, better than Halo is like yeah, you can't Halo. go back and forth because the controls are set up differently. So it's just like oh yeah. yeah if no, you I play COD you for a couple days and then you try and play Halo, you're like yeah, it's tough to go back and forth if you're playing both of them. Yeah, I stick to I'm sticking to Black Ops right now because yeah. I'm at like a pathetic level. 32. Are you liking it? I'm hearing really mixed reviews and I haven't picked it up about yet. the online. Or the just, camp- no, the gameplay. In the gameplay is fine itself. It's the same. I mean, they're all kind of the same at this point. But the, the the big issue I think is that they don't have their servers right yet, and it's been like four months or something. Like, like yeah. every one out of three game, you drop off, you lose a host. Like, you know what I mean? 
But it's it's been fun. My issue is though, I don't really play that much because I I've been so busy with this theater since like mid maybe mid May, and we've kind of slowed down the month of December. So I was like, oh, I'll play this game again, and I jump on, and I'm like level thirty two. I'm like, sweet. Everyone's like eighth prestige and shit, yeah. and they're like twelve year old kids, and they're all making fun of me. Of course, yeah. that's the best. And I don't even have fun. my voice thing on. They're just making fun of a silent <laughs> person. You know what I mean? They're like, come on, you fucking noob, like. Don't f- uh, it's, it's getting oh, yeah. frustrating. Well, I won't talk when uh, when I'm doing anything multiplayer or online. I usually won't speak. So. Well, my other oh, issue is my my PS my PS3 call sign is play. I don't want to have to deal I with love it. it. My, I hate it. my big issue is <laughs> my, my PS3 call sign is Jew because I work for View <laughs> Anytime I sign on to an online game, it's oh, like I'm World sure. War II yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> They're like Hitler was right. I'm like really we're <laughs> I'm like, we're playing fucking Little Big Planet here. <laughs> I didn't realize I was in the Auschwitz level. Maybe they have a roller coaster thing. Like in Little Big Planet. Yeah, yeah. So, so gamers can be rough. But I, but I, I do love it. Um, and, and speaking of geeks and gamers, uh, let's get into Team Unicorn. I think, I think everyone's got a good premise on who you are and then how you came together to be, to be, uh, for the win, as, as it were. Now, I've heard, I've heard the quote say that, um, unicorn in the sense that like you guys shouldn't exist. Is that? Yeah. Geek, yeah. Like, geek girls. It Unicorns was just something that we kind of came up with. And, uh, actually I think my Lynn was the one who kind of came up with it and we all just kind of started saying it. So it kind of became a motto. That's actually, sorts. my husband's been calling me a unicorn since we met like three years ago. So it was really funny when I met them and they were like, we're unicorns. So I was like, that's cute. That's my husband. You're like, I'm a unicorn too. Yeah. <laughs> we should be friends. And start a team. That's kind of what happened. <laughs> That's so cool. So you guys all, you all knew each other from... No, we all met no. through Riley. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, I yes. collected everybody. Okay. <laughs> so you're the Xavier of this group or whatever? Pretty much. Yes. Uh, so, um, that's uh, the best way I've heard anyone describe it, actually. I thank you. <laughs> Without the wheelchair, of course. I'm here for the bald head. Or Riley and I were going to yeah. be friends forever when we were also working at a cocktailing job together and the second day it was right around my birthday when we started this job together she brought me um an unwrapped copy of the screenplay of legend nice. <laughs> that's awesome yes. uh, and it was pretty amazing yeah um she heard that i was playing games or something and she came up to me she's like oh are do you play do you play video games too and i was like yeah she's like oh she's like i love final fantasy anything final fantasy and i was like oh i play halo so we, <laughs> so we kind of hit it off really quickly and it was kind of fun yeah. That's awesome. So, and then from that point, so you two knew each other first. So, well, Claire and no. I knew each other first. Everyone knew each other separately, and then you all came together, or? Kind of. Sort of. Everyone knew Riley separately. Yeah. yeah. And then we. Mylene and I met over New bowling. Years, over bowling, yeah. last year. Which I brought Riley everyone and I together. met like six years ago, actually. Yeah. Almost six years yeah. ago. Yeah. And then, uh, then I met Mylene at another job, and then Michelle walked into a bar I was working at, and, and I had no idea that the character Riley was based on a real person. I, I had absolutely. So you were already no playing idea. her without yes. knowing the person. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's awesome. I, I had no, no idea at all. Know each other at all. It's really weird that they're friends. <laughs> yeah, and she said, "Are you Michelle Boyd? You play Riley?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." You're like, "Yeah, stalker," and you're like, "No, no, no, it's me. I am Riley." And you're like, "Okay, I said stalker. Leave me alone." She goes, "I'm Riley." I'm like, "What do you?" talking what do you mean you're riley and yeah. so yeah so so then i uh hung out with her for a little bit and then i just decided like we should all like collaborate and be friends and so i was like hey it's it's january 1st 2010 and i'm like why don't we all go bowling it's so perfect <laughs> i literally got everybody to go bowling together and like our team unicorn was born yeah <laughs> the rest <laughs> is history 
So, and as Team Unicorn, um, the first thing you guys did together was Geek and Gamer Girls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did well, that? Technically, the first thing we did together was all cosplay Sailor Moon at Comic Con. Yeah. Oh, that was sort of the cement. So you guys, thing. you guys yeah. all cosplayed as Sailor Moon characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. with uh, my sister was Venus actually, and uh, another friend oh, of ours, Mari, was Mercury. And this is 09 Comic Con or no ten? Oh, this is the last Comic Con. So yeah. that was the first thing, and and then. I'm sure that went over well. Very. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. It's pretty popular. <laughs> yeah, was, it was it, how was it uh Crazy. being the center of attention to Comic Con? As I'm sure <laughs> as I'm sure it quickly turned, yeah. Um, dressing up is, I've I I made a Sailor Moon costume for myself like ten years ago because I was so upset and got a black cat and named her Luna so that I could complete the outfit. Um <laughs> I've been obsessed with her forever That's awesome. and when they they all decided they were gonna do this and they were like, so we're gonna we're gonna do this. You know, I was like, yes. So it's like I'm <laughs> yes, like have the dream in the script to written. have all of the sailor <laughs> scouts just like yeah. dressing together. It's, it's really I feel like I've been waiting for that moment because I would fucking cosplay. I just never get the opportunity for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what yeah. cracked me up about it was that there was absolutely no debate about who was gonna be what character. Oh yeah, at all. really well. Every single one of us. Was there was like, no I infighting. Great, no. I want to be that one. Yeah. Nope, not even an explanation was needed. That's always good. Me and him, really well. me and him would both want to be sailor, and I know we'd have an issue about it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you could. <laughs> we'll work on it. You could I be Bizarro that. Sailor Moon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have a cat named Solar. <laughs> um, so, so Sailor Moon cosplay was the first thing. You guys just hung out outside all day. You walked, you walked the hall. We I mean, you walked the, the floor. Day. Yeah, we. Well, we tried to walk the floor. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that. Yeah, easy when you got how was six it? Of us, six of us. Six of us. When all you have six girls dressed up yeah. as the Sailor Scouts, it is really hard to get around. Yeah. And at Comic Con, anywhere else in the world, it would be super easy. Believe me, people would be like making giant <laughs> pathways. They're like, let the anime chicks through here. Um, <laughs> so that was the first flash, and from that, you're like, okay, it works. Obviously, you kind of well, right. Prior to Comic Con, what had happened is prior to Comic Con, we come up with the idea for Geeking Gamer Girls, and we were in production for it, but we all knew there was just a lot of time constraints, and we were we went to make sure we could do justice to the project that we had. Like, we had already written the lyrics to Geeking Gamer Girls and pretty much had everything down. We were just, it was more about coordinating uh, after that. Coordinating four girls plus a director and the crew is incredibly hard. It was like we had one day out of a two-month period of time we were actually I actually had to fly home early from vacation. Just And that was the one day that you could possibly get over there. Yeah. So who who actually came up with the, with the original concept and the lyrics and all that stuff? Was it a collaborative thing or it, it was definitely a collaborative thing. Um it was my lane. Like where did the idea strike you? It was it was pretty much my lane. I mean I let, let's be fair. I'm like a geek a little <laughs> idea like, bot. Yeah, I'm just like a geek idiot savant. Like I cannot <laughs> clean my house for the life of me or do like normal functioning things, but when it comes to ideas, I'm just I crank them out. So we, me and Michelle were driving back from the beach and the Katy Perry song came on. I was like, everything stopped. Like Michelle was talking. I have no idea about what because I just had this other idea in my head. Um, and I'm just like, I look at Michelle. I'm just like, we're doing a parody to this song about um, geek stuff and it's going to be amazing. And she got really into it. We just literally the entire way home kept replaying the freaking Katy Perry song, just thinking of awesome lyrics. Um, 
we did a bunch that night. We got Riley into it and we got Claire into it and just refined it and made it made it what you know today. So many yeah, emails back we were and forth. tweaking the we're, lyrics yeah, up until we got actually in the recording studio. We were like, actually, let's oh, change yeah. this and do this. Yeah. That's so awesome. And there's and there's a ton of references throughout there. I've seen mm-hmm. people like break down all the yeah. geek references yeah, in the so song. Cool. There's like yeah. giant lists and stuff like that. That's the best and there's part. also so many things to spot. Like every time, like there's an, a lot of fucking Care Bears in that video. <laughs> Like, I don't know if you guys got a deal from the Care Bear people or something. No, it's awesome. It's all our stuff. Is that really? I was going to ask. All All of that stuff is your stuff? Yeah, all of it. We're collectors. Actually, we borrowed a few really giant items. The Iron Man bus. We got that from Ryan. The Terminator. Golden Apple. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as a collector, wasn't it a massive bummer to have to move all your shit and, like, lay it on the floor? I'm having a heart attack thinking about that. Yeah, Just, I think I think you brought uh, Michelle brought in all the comics, right? Like those were yours. No, some of the comics were mine. Uh, actually, I think a lot of it was just from budget. They basically just went to like. Actually, what I was it? Someone was getting rid of like 250 comics off of Craigslist and they just said, perfect, we'll go get those. And yeah. then brought them all in. I actually really wanted to know what happened to them. To the comics? I, yeah, yeah. And I had just moved heavy. in with my husband and so we hadn't really unpacked. We had to like pick and choose because we, we both had massive toy and like collector. Like, wouldn't you hate to like think that like, oh, I can throw that in there, and then you and you're watching the video and you're like, oh my god, well, that's I my don't know. Thing. Most of the stuff in the boxes, like, you were yeah. giving me, like an inventory. Like he, they were giving it an yeah, inventory yeah. list that I'm writing crazy. down as they're putting in the box. Yeah, it was fun. It's like we had a whole bunch of stuff that never made it out of the boxes that we were like, great, just put that on the stuff. truck. Yeah, yeah, it was two trucks full of stuff just loaded in the back for my wow. garage. Two trucks full of comics and toys and stuff. That's so awesome. Did inventory of every single one of our action figures and we were like, all right, this box says this and this and this and that. It was like... Print out a list. It was, it was so neurotic, but awesome. <laughs> um, so uh, the sh- how did the shoot come about? Because there was some amazing like production value in that. Um, we have a great director, yeah. David Yarvo. Yarvo, right? Yeah, it's yeah. directed by Yarvo and that cool... Yeah. Yeah. How did um how did you guys get involved with him like Riley? Oh, um, <laughs> Riley again. Once again. Come yeah. on, Xavier. Um, it, it, it's funny. I guess I Claire and I have all the connections. She's got all the ideas. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I do. Well, Michelle's got the comics. You just said. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Wait, she, um, I knocked over the beer bottle that's underneath here. So by the by the way, I'm sorry about that. That's so okay. If you were planning on drinking that's this, I apologize. Get. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. No. I didn't even know there was. A, you found a beer bottle. Hey, Thank you. See, you're awesome. You know, yeah. Um, he was. Uh, he's he's been a friend of mine for a while. I actually was uh in one of his videos a long time ago, so I knew he did videos, and I was like, we should really try to get this guy. He's really great at what he does. We were so lucky. He was um, great. And and then it was just a matter of finding money to do it because I mean, some of the stuff in there. Is there's some cool crazy. effects and stuff. There's like, some really yeah. cool Techno effects cream. and stuff. <laughs> that so. end thing when you guys, it says all your that names and you're awesome. like, <laughs> so, yeah. That's yeah, that's we had no idea, idea he was really going to do he that. He surprised so us cool. with that. It was really that was cool. cool. That's a cool one. Yeah, their yeah. little intro thing. Yeah. yeah. That was the yeah. last yeah. thing we did cool. of the day, too. Yeah. At the end of the night, um, who was it? Riley. We just started doing these awesome moves and we were like, get that on camera. I think let's all do awesome moves. Stretching wushu style or something. It was awesome. She was in that costume and we were like, like, please, someone videotape yeah. that. And then it was like, Mylan, why don't you jump in there? And then all of a sudden it was just... It was Everyone had to come up with their own thing. thing. Yeah. And, it, and it's so like a superhero roster like entrance, like, welcome to Team Unicorn, bitches. <laughs> Boom! And like, you know what I mean? 
Like if the world didn't know now, <laughs> boom, it's boom, boom. My favorite part. I, I know. I love it. Totally my favorite part. I think just yeah, for for a geek, that's like that's the moment where you're like, yeah. oh my god, it's awesome. It made me really feel like <laughs> I got to be Laura Croft for a day. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And the 501st Legion was there. Thank God. Were they really? Did they yeah, help yeah, you guys they were, out? They were, they were, they were, they were, they were amazing. Video? And they yeah. were the ones who gave me the blaster on Solo's blaster for that because I didn't have a gun or a holster. So they, had, they just happened to have a blaster? Yeah, uh, they had blaster. it with them. And it Lawrence, was actually, was, it, technically um, it was a replica of a Lawrence Green Luke's gun. He's but uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't care. It was, it was awesome. an on-screen, it was, it was on-screen you? Wait, what? It was Luke's gun. It was, I, I guess, uh, that they had brought, but... Oh, right on. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no one. Oh, no, I take it back. It was a real replica blaster from the set, I think, from the film. Wow. But the holster was Luke's holster, and they're mad. They were upset. They were like, "Are oh, you think it's gonna be okay? Do you think anyone will notice?" I'm like, "Just give me the fucking gun." Meanwhile, you don't know. There are millions of every negative comment you get is I'm because sorry. of that holster that mess up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've killed the magic. They're like, "Well, I can't believe this video now." Actually, yeah. our biggest negative comment was that we didn't say manga and we said manga. People were so rude. I about say that. manga though. I only say it manga when I'm on this show to sound all legit. I know. I it sounded too. better in the yeah, song. Yeah, for the record, my Lynn called it. us out on that. She was like. Are we sure we want to do this? It's it's manga, and I was like, manga sounds prettier. We're singing manga. <laughs> it just it just went better with the song. Like manga is uh, manga, <laughs> sorry. I just you manga know. manga manga. Sorry, manga. We're not truly geeks because we said it different. There's like there are people know. reading Shonen Jump right now, being like, what did they say? Oh yeah. <laughs> And then sitting right back down because they got nothing. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. And then you uh, had awesome cameos. You did. You got, you got amazing cameos. Uh, Seth Green plays plays the Snoop part yeah, as kind of the, the host of the video. Uh, Katie Sackoff, a.k.a. Starbuck. Starbuck. And Stan Lee. I'm a Battlestar fan. I was freaking out when I heard about that one. About Stan or, or, oh, no, or about Starbuck? I'm a, I'm a really big BSG fan, Me so too. when I heard yeah. about Katie, I flipped the hell out. It's awesome. And it's her saying, so say we all. It's oh, like, so yeah, cool. it's so cool. Um, Stan Lee, that had to have been <gasps> really sure. cool, too, right? Amazing. He was amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Stan's so nice. Stan's man. man. There's a dude <laughs> in, as a flash guy. I don't know who the other people yeah. are in the video. I'm saying, but so nice. <laughs> yeah, Yarbo brought in those awesome guys, and it was his idea again. He was like, "Let's throw some guys in superhero costumes and just have them dancing silly." And we were like, "All right." And what's uh, great is some it's of my the, favorite part, and it's the yeah, opposite I'm of saying. what they usually do in like videos where they have they'll have the girls dancing in random yeah, shots. Exactly. Instead, yeah. it's like this dude is the flash. I love like, it. He, but he is he's awesome. Like, he's a professional dancer. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Actually, a lot of the people that that the, a lot of the guys that he got were professional dancers. That's awesome. Like Spock is we just like you know popping and locking. No, yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome. So, <laughs> how long did it take to shoot that that one video? One day, one day, sixteen well, hour day. It was one day for us, and Yarvo got there the day before and did one day just us. But then the day before, Yarvo <laughs> shot, shot the guys like, dancing. inserts and the guys like second unit stuff or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, uh, so the video the video dropped um and on break dot com right, yes. mm-hmm. and then it how did, how did it blow up out of nowhere because every I think everyone heard it. it was just one of those viral things where like the next day everyone in the world or at least yeah. in my world had known and seen this video. I think it was the number three most viewed video the second like in the internet the second day wow. that it was out. Yeah. We got a million views in a week, less than a week, six days. Yeah, six days. Um, I didn't leave just, my computer for a day and for the yeah, first we day and a half. None of it all. <laughs> 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 How many times did you guys heard the song or seen the video oh, by God. the time that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over a hundred, like a lot, <laughs> like two hundred maybe. I've I listened to it a lot. Was there like a release strategy or just like no. we made this awesome video? Let's put it on the internet and see what happens. Pretty we wanted to get it out before the end of summer, 
because it was such a California summer song. Girls is such that, a that summer song. It. We're like, mm-hmm. maybe this is going to do, like, we know this is awesome and we're really proud of it. And if it only gets, a, you know, a couple hits, great. If it does really well, even better. But we were just, we were honestly. We just wanted to do it for Yeah, yeah. we purely wanted to do it for ourselves. Like, we weren't worried about, like, oh, we want this to get a million hits or we just this wanted to It's really just a love letter. And it's like, all of us feel so strongly about just about everything in that song. And we were just so excited to to make to it make and it. and get get an opportunity to make it well you know yes and that's and, and it shot amazing like yeah. it's yeah. especially for and for and and obviously you guys did the sailor moon cosplay thing but that wasn't on video so for the first thing team unicorn has produced like what a what a debut mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's obvious money and time and talent and production like even just for Thank the visual you. effects to everything no like that's no well, Amateur we got really YouTube lucky too video, because yeah. I mean the amount that we did this for the budget that we got it's probably worth triple maybe quadruple the yeah. budget that we got. I'm um, sure like that looks really. I don't yeah, want to throw out a number, but it looks incredibly. It looks yeah. expensive that shoot. Like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. we have we paid a That's lot of awesome. people with hugs and kisses. Um, yeah. like, thank you very yes. much. Yeah, thank so. You we couldn't have done it without them. And <laughs> no, and, and awesome it worked. And it worked out. How, lunch. Thanks. How has it been? Has the reaction been since the video went so huge? Um, like, have you have you guys? We actually had, in regards to that video, there was mixed reaction. A lot of people loved it, but a lot of people thought that we were posers, and then a lot of people were offended because they said that geek girls shouldn't have sexuality. They shouldn't be expressing their sexuality, and it's like. Yeah, we are who we are. Yay. So but what? Bigger this than that, I mean, we were parodying a, we were parodying a, a Katy Perry song. Yeah. Which, where she's naked on a cloud. Yeah. Yeah. We tried to parody it like beat for beat, you know. Yeah. We didn't get as, uh, risque. People were mad at you for sexualizing geek stuff. Yes. Yes. Look at yeah. every fucking comic book of all time. Like every, well, it's every single felt like reverse, you know, kind of a it, reverse thing because then all of a sudden it was like women were going after us, like being like, this is just, it's, oh yeah, geekfeminism.com oh. or geekfeminist.com just <laughs> tore us apart. Yeah, but what did they do? <laughs> like, did you yeah. even know? I didn't know that. I didn't know there was I a geekfeminism.com. Geekfeminism. All right. Apparently we, Set the Apparently you don't love They just write zero. letters about like Miss Marvel's midriff size and shit. I don't like, think I love Miss Marvel's midriff. That's what I'm saying. We all should support Miss <laughs> Marvel's midriff. It's beautiful. Power Girls too. No, um, that's and that's insane that you would get that you would get a. Well, I think a big part of it too from the was, actual community though. Yeah. From the community, people did think that we were. A lot of people thought we were hired models or actresses. And what people didn't understand, they're like, well, why didn't you get like you know, different looking girls or whatever. And I think what a lot of people miss is like, well, here's the thing. The girls that wrote, produced, and performed this are the ones that are going to appear in the video. This isn't New Kids on the Block. Like, you guys weren't cast yeah. to be we a yeah. unicorn. Yeah. This isn't the Spice Girls. We didn't just... win a talent show and then decided, you know, and we're casting yeah. this video. Like, yeah. this is just us. Yeah. So if it, it didn't, it, it, you know, if... We could have had anybody else in the group if they were a part of our group, but we don't really know anybody else. Like we know each <laughs> other. <laughs> this is That's why I do the show with this motherfucker. I don't know anyone. <laughs> but no, no, but that's but that's great though. And like, and definitely after, I mean, after the new video that just came out, which we'll touch on in a minute, and after hearing the show, I definitely people. I mean, you guys are going to be here for a while. Team Unicorn is, is awesome, like, and especially. Oh, we have other ideas. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm There's sure. There's so I'm, much more on the horizon. I'm sure you guys are going to take so over the world, or, or at least make you definitely make your imprint in a big way in the in the geek community soon. At that, 
So I definitely think people are going to get used to, to the four of you and to realize that you are legit and you are the real thing and you're not pandering and you're not a fake. You're not, I don't want to say any names or anything, but you're not other people. I mean, he does it. He, he, do he, it. he, he hey, can do it. Nope. You don't want to do it either, Brenda? No. He, well, you can do it because you're not a girl. Yeah, you outed what? her last week. You said what? you hated her. Just it's say your okay. name. You just, just say the name. I say it? Say it. I think Olivia Munn's the biggest phony in the world. I didn't know. People are clapping in the audience. What's that about? Oh. Let's just put it this way. I've never heard Olivia Munn almost cry about Echo the Dolphin. Like, no. <laughs> that's Brendo's thing, though. He's a I'm weasel. sorry. He's I an angry guy. Like so She's a lovely guy. human being. I'm sure she is. <laughs> he doesn't know her. That's the whole point. I know. I've met her a few times. She has nice yeah. hair. She has lovely hair. She does I agree with you. She's the cutest and good boobs. Fantastic yes. boobs. I like that. I boobs. just appreciate I appreciate you guys. I appreciate people like Felicia Day because I know yeah. like they're we the real Felicia. deal. Felicia. Like Felicia's, Felicia's the real fantastic. deal and yeah. and you guys are the real deal and I appreciate well, that. And the, and the thing is like because I don't like being pandered to. Even Google even googling saber like one of the descriptions that comes up is sexy lightsaber underwear fight. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people see four very attractive females and and then and they think and it stops there and they think okay they're obviously models are obviously fake but but there's so obviously like just from hearing you guys talk for 30 seconds like it's the real deal <laughs> and, it, and it's and it's not even about like and it it really hit me with the zombie video which we should talk about right now but like i heard it's, um, it's hard for people to reconcile one with the other it's really hard for people to look at a, a sexy or attractive girl and look at a geek and put them together and actually be able to accept it as a whole. What I find weird is, isn't that every like geek? Isn't that every geek guy's dream though? Like, aren't you guys the holy grail, yeah, as but, it were? But like, there's those people who also think like now we're getting in on their thing. Like they had a thing, and like how dare you, hot girl? Which, come which in I can understand my, too, my because thing. people are so protected. We're not of doing the thing anything. We're just love. playing fucking video games and shit. Like, is everyone want to do? They can yeah. do it too. Anybody can get off their ass and make a fucking video. People want to be productive. Here's the thing. There's enough room in this community for everybody. Yeah. yeah. For, totally. You know, whatever background, whatever you're into, like there's enough community to go around for everyone. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I think, I think the, and, and you, this is an accepting community or it has been. Be. It was, it should be. And it, and it shocks me that it kind <laughs> of, yeah, so. absolutely. This should be the most accepting community yeah, out of everyone. We've yeah. all been comfort like, in this community my whole life and to have a group of people be like, how dare like, you? Like, when yeah, did we become, like, when did we become cool enough to judge other people as yeah. a exactly. community? Yeah. What the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. That's, I just that's bought a Roger Rabbit me. print the other day. Like, <laughs> And then they look at us and like, how dare you just jump on the bandwagon all of a sudden? It's like, excuse me? Um, yeah. I don't think you saw me in high school when Check I Check her wow login hours and they'll see her and she's not jumping on the, she's busy raiding and shit when the bandwagon was passing by her house. Like, um, I taught myself how to write in runes when I was in middle school, so. Did you really? From the tattooed on oh, my, my arm. arm. My, I, I have geek on my left wrist. Yeah. On my right, yes. right? Your own ending. And my signature is actually the Elvish runes for MNC. It's right under oh, that yeah, camel thing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, when in sixth grade, I was like, I'm reinventing myself as an uber geek. And I went on and looked like, <laughs> I was like, Quenya or Silmarillion, I'll go with that. And I found me. And only like two people in the last 10 years have ever been like, Elvish, huh? Yeah, and I've been like, awesome. Yeah, it was one dude at Whole Foods. And I was like, can we be friends? He's like, I got to work. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'll take my sandwich and go, but just know I like you, man. Yeah. No, that's awesome. that's awesome. So Geek and Gamer Girls hit. It was huge. And then... um. I had heard there was a second video coming out when we first discussed having you yeah. guys in the show. 
and just kind of dumbly, I guess, I assumed that for some reason I assumed it was going to be another song. Yeah, I think everybody a lot of people did. did. There's no reason not to assume that, to be honest, because we weren't really saying anything different. We weren't really sure what our next project was yeah. going to be when Geek and Gamer Girls came out. So whenever anybody asked us, we're like, eh, we're not really sure. Could be a song. We don't know. And yeah. that's why I think it's catching a lot of people by surprise in a really, really mm-hmm. good way. Like, yeah. it's, it's definitely not what I expected. And we'll talk about the video in a second, but what I realized after watching it, and I hope, I don't know if this is like putting a label on it or anything, but you guys are a fucking sketch comedy group, kind of. That's <laughs> yeah, amazing. I was actually just thinking of that. That's amazing. And it's like, we're kind of sketch. And I didn't think, of, but, but that, and I didn't think of that from the Geek and Gamer Girl video, but after seeing this, you've got your own sense of humor, your own brand, your own personalities. Like, you guys totally have kind of a, a sketch group dynamic. And, and, I'll take that. And that yes. doesn't mean you have to I'm do sketch comedy, that, yeah. but, but yeah. just. I love sketch comedy. Again, it's just it's whatever we like think is got, gonna be fun at the time. And That's what from, we want to do. From seeing the two videos now, you've got a, a, a through line aesthetic. Like I you you can kind of tell that okay, this is gonna be a team unicorn brand of 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 whatever it's gonna be. So like I definitely I definitely think there's a lot more there. How did the, the idea for, for this video come up? A very <laughs> a very really zombie that? holiday. <laughs> My Lynn was sitting, it was, uh. So it was at Riley's house. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, we Thinking need to do Thinking of ideas. Next, <laughs> we need to do our next video. And, and we're like, oh, we should get something out by the holidays. And then Walking Dead was about to start. It was like October-ish. And Halloween, yeah. So we're all thinking about zombies. And then it's like, oh my God, we need to do something Christmas and zombies. And then it just got more and more involved until we were like 1950s instructional video about zombies nice. for Christmas. If anyone, if anyone in the audience hasn't seen it yet, as soon as you get home, or, or people who are listening right now, stop the podcast, go to YouTube and type in a, a very zombie holiday, right? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or Team Unicorn, uh, watch it. <laughs> and you're back. That was awesome, right? Sweet. I also, by the way, I didn't say take the time to make a snack, but I'll forgive you. Enjoy. Yeah, Welcome Team back. Unicorn FTW is the YouTube channel yeah. that we that we made up like t- three days ago. Nice. <laughs> we didn't That's what I also love is just like you guys launched fully into the world. Like you know what I mean? They have snakes give birth to live babies or whatever. <laughs> like there was no gestation process. It was like here's Team Unicorn, and you guys have been yeah. rocking the world it ever needed since. Us. Maybe. Right, rock and roll. No, totally. I mean, like, yeah. like superheroes. I guess absolutely, and it goes with the whole power thing and the names and the you know. I love that active spiders. That power thing. You should do that in everything where you all just like break it down and say your name. Um, <laughs> even if the video doesn't call for it. No, no, no. So very zombie holiday is. It's basically like how do I describe it to people who haven't seen it? It's, uh, I'm re- I can I can feel this one. Okay, go for I it. I would write the letters to people trying to explain to them what I want them to get involved in. What okay. we want them to be involved in. Um, so it's a 1950s style PSA with the snark of an Orbitz gum commercial um and then there was one more to that what was it uh, there's like one more thing uh, and i think with zombies <laughs> and zombies and zombies that's all you have to say it's kind of like it's got that pleasantville aesthetic yeah. it's very yeah. black and white like everyone's like tidy housekeeper like homemaker and then it's like how to you know defend off the the, the invading guns. hordes of and zombies guns. and give yeah. children guns. really guns. big guns <laughs> and ammo shoot grandma yeah, how did um who so you guys all it was another collaborative effort as far as the script goes or um actually actually, actually no uh oh um, oh yeah, yeah we we actually approached one of the robot chicken writers oh really yeah so we got Emmy award winning writer Zeb Wells Woo! absolutely yeah, yes. yeah yes it was really awesome of him I just kind of um really hoped that he would say yes. 
I thought That's it kind was kind of how we get everyone on board with this. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just like, yeah. I thought about all the writers that I knew, and I was like, who would really know how to write zombies? Awesome. And then and he just like bright flashes of Zeb, and I was like, yeah, he's he's the one. And, and George Romero is like standing outside your window with a sad face, like <laughs> slowly <laughs> shuffling down the street. Yeah. Well, I I like Zeb's sense of humor, and I I knew he'd do a good job, so. I asked him and he said yes and I was awesome. We're and always surprised when people want to help yeah. us out. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he sent, it really? a, and sent yeah. us a script and we were like, this is fucking brilliant. This is genius. And he was like, well, you don't have any changes and he, this is just the first draft. And I was like, no, this is it. <laughs> no, we're good. He's like, I can do another one. You're like, you shut up, Zeb. Yeah. <laughs> don't change a word. <laughs> Um, so, and then who shot, who shot this one? Sean, Sean Becker, Becker from the guild. Very uh, cool. Same so, deal. Nice. Like, I mean, it was the same thing of, well, who should we get to direct it? Cause we love working with different people every time too. And, and it was Sean the same deal. Friend. And Sean was the like first thing that jumped into mind cause he's got the same sense of humor that we felt would really go along with it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I knew him from the guild, obviously. And I, same deal. Yeah. And it was great because it's so hard to get us together that we had our shoot date like two months ahead of time yeah. set out. And so when I emailed him and I was like, so we're thinking of doing this thing. And it's going to be zombies and like 1950s. Would you please come do it? And <laughs> two yeah, months from now. Two months yeah. from now. And he goes, that's perfect. So yeah. <laughs> oh, very cool. It it's out. so hard to get people to like commit to a date. So that yeah. actually helped out a lot. And it was, it was amazing what yeah. he did. That's uh, great. No, and it, and it's awesome work. The effect, who did the, like the makeup and the effects and stuff like that? Like, um, the effects were done by one of, one of his friends, um, who like was super Chris on board with everything. Uh, the DP, well, Chris, Chris is the DP, but the, um, guy, did Chris do the, Keston, you mean? Well, Keston didn't know. No. Cause like, if you, for the people who've seen the video, oh, the visual effects, that was the that visual effects, like the gun or like the bludge, you know what I mean? They're really cool. Cause at one point, like, there's something and a kid turns and like literally opens up on yeah. a zombie that goes like flying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they did a really, really did good a job. job. Again, it looks like a million dollar freaking short. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was under a thousand dollars. Are you wow. serious? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was literally each well of us under a thousand. Like Not only should you guys continue making videos, <laughs> you should start a seminar on how to shoot things at on a budget. Like we what the fuck? Well, how did you shoot? Is that we a lot of favors? Really good friends. It's calling in a lot of favors. What yeah. was that? Would you know what kind of camera that was shot on? A, a Canon 5D. Yeah. That, so that's amazing that, and that also I think like if anything you're inspiring more people to be like holy shit if I get a thousand dollars now in a little handheld camera well we, I hope I mean that do. content it might not be that good but it could it could look that good you know theoretically. what what our our luck has been with these last two videos is having really amazing directors who know who have their own crew and who know exactly how to accomplish what they set out to do at a very like and are very good at what they do. Yeah, and yeah. Kind of good. a case of, like, we know this person really is fortunate. awesome at this. Yeah, let's approach like, them so and we're see like, if do it. Yeah, so let's have your family help our family out. And, and, and then someday, hopefully, we can zombie. repay your family no, totally. in the future. It seems like yeah. a real community effort as far as... It's yeah, definitely. Guerrilla kind of filmmaking, everyone throwing in for the common cause. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. And it's, it's definitely working. Like I said, that's amazing that... That you guys shot that so that well, yeah. well so under a thousand dollars. Like I mean, that's so impressive. Yeah, yeah, even even for the first video, I mean, like you would be amazed by what we actually paid for that. I'm and, sure because that thing and is, what it yeah. should be. Absolutely, what it's it would insane. cost. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't even. Was like I can't four believe. times our budget. And what kind of camera was on Geek and Gamers? It was a Technocrane. Well, there was well, a, oh, we had a Technocrane, and then we had a. It wasn't a Phantom. It was the other one. A Red or no, not a Red. Epics. It right, was whatever, one, it yeah. was a it was a Panavision camera. No, 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 no. It was it was Panavision, but it was like it wasn't a Phantom. It was the other big one. Jeremy. Was anyone? 
Genesis. Genesis. Thank look you. at that. I didn't even have to look. I just Jeremy said, Graham. I just said Jeremy. <laughs> film nerd out there. He was Hi. waiting there. No, he's a gaffer. He's a nice. film so, pro. That yeah. dude knows. So the Genesis is, you know, that was. I mean, that's that's no weird. joke. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, and like that video doesn't look like a joke. And neither and neither does this one. And the laughs are there. And how's the response been so far? Really this just dropped good. yesterday, right? Yesterday. Yeah. Like right in time for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. we got one lame, and I think we got one other negative comment. But everyone has been so happy. I so. gave you a thumbs up. Yay! Yay. Yay. It's funny, someone um, commented all the dislikes. They're like, ah, 13 dislikes. Must be zombies. <laughs> to like a thousand likes. Um, it's just been amazing, honestly. Like, we weren't really sure because we put this one out and we knew people were kind of expecting, because the last one was more of like this big budget, like pop star music video and people, we knew people were sort of probably expecting a music video and, you know when you're doing something that's comedy and you think it's really funny and the entire time you're like, this is so you're funny, like, but you know potentially laughs. people... Yeah, check out my no YouTube idea. page. You're the only people that think it's funny. <laughs> so we were, were like, I don't know if that's going to happen, but we just... It was another one of those things, like, it's not about the views. Like, we were just... at The end product was so great and we loved it and the people that worked on it loved it. That's so what that it's about for all us. That mattered. Is that just we having love fun. It and we really want to yeah. do it. It's just like doing the ideas. things we want to do. I'm really yeah. glad people like it. We have happen. Fifty? We're we around like now? fifty thousand views now. So I think. In like that. less than a day or something, yeah. less than twenty four yeah. hours. Or I something. saw it on a bunch of blogs, and then and my friend are, Facebooked it to me. That's how I saw it. And a lot of people are out of town and stuff now too. Yeah. So that's, I'm sure once yeah, they get back from the holidays or once they get to their destination, it'll be like people around the Christmas tree watching you guys off some zombies and stuff like that. Um. Where do you go? Where do you go next from here? It's top secret. Where do we go? <laughs> all the projects here. are kind of top secret because I we don't we, we don't want to give anything away. Yeah, we have a lot of ideas. We I like think to that's great. Hit though. people out of left field. It's just like and that's what's the well, like the zombie I don't know what video. to expect, but it's gonna be awesome. Well, and the thing is, it's like uh, we're just really passionate about nerd and geek things, and so like we never like we never really set out to make a music video. It just happened out of like. You know, yeah. passionate people, and um, and that's the thing is like, you know, we did a short this time. Who knows what we'll do next time? And it's just whatever. ice show, right? Could be yeah. ice capades. <laughs> totally, team unicorn, team unicorn on ice. Why not? <laughs> yeah. so. There you go. No, but that's Maybe what I think. With the stars, and that's what I think is great about you guys. Though it's like the last thing in the world I think anyone was expecting was a three-minute zombie comedy <laughs> short. But it, but it's so in the wheelhouse of the people who love geek and gamer girls. So it's like every. It, we kind of know that you know um, what was it uh, Shyamalan has done a, like you know, or who, oh, yeah. who am I thinking of like people do or um, Edgar Wright did like Hot Fuzz was his uh, excuse me Shaun of the Dead was his, was his thing about horror Hot movies Fuzz. Hot Fuzz was his treatise on cop films Pilgrim, Pilgrim was his thing about video game movies it seems like every sketch you guys are covering a different giant part of the geek yeah, gamut as we were. have so much for passion and about, it's exciting and it it's like comes out yeah. at certain yeah. times and then we're like we should do this about this or you know so um, that's just kind of that's kind of yeah. It. Maybe we're gonna so cover every topic in our song. <laughs> maybe that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, just do one really song with every though. single. Uh, a lot of it is just making stuff that, like, you know, if somebody else, if I was just, you know, in the world and someone else made this stuff, be like, that's the sort of stuff I love. I and would watch like, that. Yeah, 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 the type yeah. of geek. You know, I wa- if I watched like a geeky music video and then saw a zombie video, that's the exact same thing that I would love to watch. Yeah. So. Hopefully it so kind of resonates. You're just entertaining yourselves, and it seems Basically. that we're most most people right, were successful. Just entertaining ourselves, <laughs> and it's, it's staying true to ourselves too. It's like we're we're not out here to push a certain thing or like, oh, zombies are big right now. We should do zombies. Like that literally no. came out of like watching The Walking Dead and being like, what are we going to do around the holidays? And 
there you go. You know, so no, there's no like, there's no like field research on like, well, at Hot Topic, the thing's selling this month. Is, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's not like that at all. We just, you know, an idea springs up. You guys aren't villains; you're heroes. People keep trying to paint like only a villain would research what would be popular and trend with geeks. Like that's the opposite of Team Unicorn. Yeah, fight for justice really, and geek. Seems like such a strange idea, right? <laughs> to, to like, I'm sure there are people that do that. Though. I'm sure. I'm sure most companies. Yeah, totally. Uh, a sure. lot of companies like but what? Like, are, what's big now? What are the kids yeah. into? Or, or even these parody videos, like um, the way the YouTube thing usually goes is something's hot for a minute, and there's a billion crappy watered down yeah. videos right then and there because they're trying to capitalize on it. But it, you know, it never comes from a place of love or creativity. It always comes from a place of let's capitalize yeah. on whatever. Well, even like the Geek and Gamer Girl lyrics, we had to go back and forth because we're like, oh, we need more Star Wars references. I mean, Riley's big on that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, we need this. Yeah, like, I was like, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's only one. Yeah. Did you just say Jedi once? I was like, no. That, that can't be. Exactly. <laughs> we, got, like, we got to have more Star Wars. Yeah. Same deal Actually, on the day. Right. Like, when yeah. we, you know, mentioned but it's brown never coats, like and shiny. I'm like, I want more brown coats references. I want more <laughs> Firefly. We, you know, we need the misbehave. It works in that line, you guys. How many syllables we need. Let's do it. Yeah, like we have two syllables for Firefly reference and one for a, a quick Red Dawn thing. I don't know why Red Dawn. I'm like, came oh, we need Doctor Who. Yes. Okay. You know, it's what it's all this different stuff that we love, and we're like, we need that in the song. So trying yeah. to trying to pick and choose things we love, like with the zombie video, it wasn't like, oh, you know what, zombies are trending. We should definitely do something about zombies. You it's actually like, love killing zombies. It's like I would love to kill a zombie. Love killing zombies. I reread World War Z like ten times. So did I. Oh my um, god. I have the audio. I wanted. Did you get the audio? Audio book I heard too. It's so good because it's every chapter is performed by a different actor. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, oh, the audio book just got amazing. that recommended yeah. to me. I did a cross country road trip. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get on that quick, folks. <laughs> but yeah, it's just sort of like we think about things we love and things that would be funny to us, and we just make it regardless of whether it's cool right now or not. <laughs> and that's how it's going to stay in the future. It exactly. sounds like, right? Yeah. I mean. Can we do a Game of Thrones theme thing next? Then? Since that's coming out too. Oh, Game of Thrones. I'm very he excited hasn't finished for that. that. I don't, I don't know. No, he's like know. so in the middle of that, and it's been five years since he's written his last book. I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm actually so, mad I'm at getting him. Getting frustrated. Who are you talking about? George R. R. Martin. The new HBO and you know what? show. What the fuck is up with having a book signing? He is having a book signing. Why? Why is he having a book signing? You haven't written a book in six years. I hope he's having. You know what? Does that mean that he's going to magically make the next book appear? I don't think so. How long? I'm hoping this is what Dance I'm hoping. Dragons. Wait, I don't understand. I know. You're I know. Sorry. sorry, this makes is what me we do. No, this is awesome. Let's, <laughs> let's stay on the topic. Let's go around just, while the passion I, is firing. I just got a pattern really quick. Sorry. Because, sorry. While the passion is firing, um, let's go around. Favorite favorite show on TV. Let's do a roundtable thing. Current favorite uh, show on television. Current. Current. Yeah, current. Like, what are you digging the most right now? Okay, you guys are going to hate me for saying this. I love Vampire yes, Diaries. Yes, I going to say that. <laughs> I love it, too. I love it. I just love it so much. I think it's awesome. I'm a True Blood oh, guy, but I'll give you, I'll give you like, the I, I know there's a lot of people that are like, that was weak. But I I, I love me some Kevin Williamson and some Vampire Diaries. Is it like Dawson's Creek meets Vampires? Uh, yes. It's better. No, it's, better. But it's better than Dawson's Creek. Yeah, better than it, Dawson's Creek. I'll give it that. <laughs> don't go. Don't talk crazy. Pacey had sex with his teacher on that show. Yeah, that's the best show ever. Yet. No, I'm kidding. Um, and the vampires are really hot. Vampire well, Diaries for you. It's got, it's got Boone from too. Lost on it. He's a vampire. Vampire oh. Boone, and he's oh, awesome. Damon. Ian yeah, Summer Damon is my favorite. Damon. Who? What are you watching these days? Anything? I love True Blood, but it's obviously not on right now. Um, Modern Family is just you, great. Yeah. It is that is really well done effing comedy. There. Very cool. Absolutely. Um, I'm really into Fringe. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Totally. Show. Absolutely. Michelle. 
Oh God! Uh oh! It's hot. No, you had time to think too. Oh, you just can't think of one. I did. No, I can't. Well, here's the thing. I I got rid of my cable a month ago. Did you really? A lot of I know a lot of people are doing that and just watching stuff online. I'm just watching stuff stuff. online now. So like right now, it's not anything new. It's me trying to catch up on like Modern Family and Community. Um, keeping up with Vampire Diaries. Um, finding yeah, everything. Right on. So a little little bit of everything. All right. Um, video game. I have an internet question. Wait, hold on. What show are you watching, Brenda? What's your favorite show on TV right now? Well, take a look. Yeah, what's going on, over. man? Well, I had an internet question for the girls. What's your favorite TV show first? Can My you... favorite TV show, well, it was Boardwalk Empire, and it just ended. Yeah. Boardwalk Empire is really what awesome. Is it now? Um, right now, I'm watching, uh, well, Nano 2 and 0 just ended. <laughs> he ain't joking. Oh, I got him a sponge one. He loves it. Yes. He loves Nano 2 and 0. You watch it too? I, no. I like our 90210. I got to tell you, Anakin's on that show. Really? Matt Latner. Yeah, really? Matt Latner, the voice of uh, Anakin from uh, The Clone. Oh, really? Oh. Did Wait, you know that? Huh? Okay. What does he play on the show? Uh, he plays, uh, what's his face? Is he the chef? No, the chef. The chef on the show? Oh, that's Melrose Place. Oh, he's, uh, who's, who's the kid that's always the bad in, in trouble? What's his name? Um, the one that wants to go out with him. Do you really know this? Derek? He watches it. Both of them do, and they're gonna go see Xanadu together. Oh, are you talking about the British guy? Liam, 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 Liam. Oh, Liam. Oh, Liam. Liam's awesome. He's, he's a pretty cool guy. So that's Brendo's show. He's a handsome, he's a handsome guy. Uh, video games. Oh, wait, can I change my answer? Yes, absolutely. No, the new Sherlock. Change it awesome, believe, right? I can't believe I didn't yeah. mention that. Amazing, yeah. I'm, obs- I'm obsessed and it's only been three episodes and I'm going insane. I don't know when they're coming back to the next because Martin Freeman's about to Martin be Bilbo doing, for like five yeah, years. Exactly. Yeah, He's going to be locked in with Peter Jackson forever in a day. So in my opinion, how is he going to be Dr. Watson? No now? clue, but Watson was so much better than Holmes on that show. Yeah. Like, uh, Did you like Holmes too? I'm a big Martin Freeman mark. Like I dug, I dug that whole show, but I was I, I I really love the new BBC. If you guys haven't seen the new Sherlock, yeah, it's on the uh, PBS.org. I think it'll be. Is there. it really? Is it? It'll, it all full episodes are on there until I think like the end of the month. Very cool. Um, okay, now you can ask. Video me. games. Sorry. Go for it. Uh, World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. And actually, and actually, now I'm trying to get back through Arkham Asylum because I'm trying to get all oh the regular challenges. That's Top so five fucked games up. You mentioned that. I'm. Arkham I literally Asylum. just went back to Arkham today to replay so it because, like, yeah. I was in the sense that, like, I have. I was like, you know what? Why have I only played Heavy Rain once? Why have I only played yeah. Arkham Asylum once? Like, yeah. I should treat them like a good movie. Like, go back and watch them once every yeah, few you years. You breeze exactly. through games like nobody's I play business. them in like six yeah. hours and never go back. See, yeah, yeah, the other way. I go through, like, with the walkthrough, like, next week. Yes. Going, How do I do? I want to do everything as That's I'm awesome. doing it. Which why it takes me three times as long to finish. Did the you see the new trailer? That's what you call, I call that OCD gaming. Like, yes. I have to do yeah. everything. Yeah. I have to collect everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the new VGA trailer that came out for the new Batman? Oh, for the Arkham, new Arkham City. Oh, oh my incredible. god! It's it's, it's Hugo Strange. Yeah, well, I heard about Arkham City, and I just it's yeah, the most I'm amazing so like psyched. video game. It's the best super, It's the best Batman thing ever made, and it's a two minute long VGA. Uh, like I like, saw the wait. thing at Comic Con, and like Mark Hamill was there, and it was sick. He's the best Joker, the best Joker best. ever. Oh, yeah. he, I wish be, they had awards. If he why don't why doesn't he have an award for that? Who Hamill? Yeah, for the voice. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's crazy, that, and people don't even realize. Or Jaleel White did Sonic for years, and he never gets any credit. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's Kevin, not the same. It's, all it's not the same so at all. They have it? all the no. old voice actors. Yeah. It's not Batman without Kevin Conroy. No, it's Kevin Conroy. Really exactly. Yeah. Kevin, and to have Hamill and him in the same game is it, it's it, awesome. And it's Dini, like watching and Dini, the animated series again. And Paul Dini working on the story. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, the, it's the animated series of the yeah. game, which is why it's so and awesome. That's why it's yeah, incredible. It's awesome. Riley, what are you what are you playing these days? Anything? Uh, I'm playing Reach right now. Um, that's pretty much the big one. Uh, but I'm level forty in World of Warcraft. I got to level up here soon, and I'm in the middle of Final Fantasy. Which one? 
She's got my she's got my third disc. Just stop. Disc got, just I? just stop. do it. Just did stop. you get past? Did you get to Pulse yet or whatever it's called? N- no, I'm on, the, I'm on that big freaking ship right yeah, now. Yeah, oh, I'm right before it takes oh. literally. Oh. That, that's the most disappointing <laughs> I've ever been so in a video much game. Farther to go, to it where takes it even gets forty hours to get to where it opens up out of a non-straight linear path, and then it literally opens up to a circle with no dungeons. The game is like watching this pretty cool-looking movie where you occasionally and it makes no fucking sense though. It's, it's like the sea left and the icy and the fucking foul sea. They all sound the I same know. too. I know. I get really confused. They lost me. They lost me. Um, but yeah, I, I just finished Dragon Age finally. Um, and Fable. And and fa- Fable. Did you finish Fable three? Oh, Fable. Fable. yeah. I told. I finished okay, that in twelve hours. Fable we'll finish three. that one. I finished in thirteen hours. What did you think of Fable three? Eh. I I I love Fable two so much. Yeah. And I, Fable three really pissed me off. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Pretty much. Right on, Claire. What are you What are you working on these days? Um. Well, I just. Okay, so I'm at the part in Final Fantasy <laughs> where you know you in get the, the new thirteen, the new one. Yeah, where you get to the end of Pulse when you're done, and it's like, oh, look, here's the portals. Do you want to go to side games or do you want to go beat this game? And you're like, maybe I go. Get the side games, cause I, I wanna get all the Omega weapons, and right I wanna, on. I wanna do all that. I wanna do all those little side quests before I go to the end. And I did. I had this horrible panicky moment where I was like playing and I was so excited, and then all of a sudden my game, it was like right before I got to the circle with the, with the rings and the portals and, my game just glitched and froze and I did everything I could and I was panicking and freaking out and um I I was like is it crazy if I go to Target right now and buy another Final Fantasy game? And I kept calling Riley because I knew that she had it and she lives on the street, but she wouldn't answer. And I was like, "Fuck! I will break into your house." Ten minutes. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go. I've got ten minutes to make it. And so, literally, as I'm standing there, I've got the game in my hand. She calls me back, and I'm like, "Um." Are you on disc three yet? I just gotta get past this scratch. Can I come? And so I got to to borrow yeah. it. Um, but I also just picked up the Epic Mickey game. Really excited about that. Yeah, I, I haven't really you, played did it. Did anyone play it yet here? Checked it out at E3. Were you a fan? I wanted to be good. Are you telling me it's not good? Yeah, no. The game itself is like beautiful. The concept is beautiful, and the story is amazing. And for a Disney geek, it's it's awesome. But the actual gameplay is just like it's the camera makes you want to throw your nunchuck at the. It's not there. The camera is really bad, and like by the end of the game, it just devolves to a point where my eyes closed and was shooting. Pretend like we didn't have this conversation. Yeah, totally. That's what I mean. I'm a geek bummer, man. I didn't listen to him, and I bought it anyway. Tell me about some more stuff. Love, I'll break it down. <laughs> I didn't listen to him, and I bought it anyway, and I was really excited because the cinematics are beautiful and everything. He loves everything, but too. The, right as soon as I started actually playing the game, I wanted to scream at the television. Aww. It was very sad, and like, I have been excited about that game for like a year. Me too. We were both very excited. Every time we'd find out more news, be like, "They have Walt's apartment in the game." Like, you know what I mean? Like, space mountain and the people mover. Yeah, it just it didn't it didn't work out. It didn't work out quite so much like that. Uh. World of Warcraft, obviously. Um, that, and I can't believe none of the other girls said this, but Connect Dance Central. Oh, I was going to. I haven't tried it yet. Is it awesome? Uh, 
it's, it's ridiculous. Pretty freaking amazing. We, we have, have dance parties at Claire's house where literally she sends parties. out a bat signal on Twitter, like, who wants to have a dance party? And okay. within 10 minutes, we, like, 20 people show up at her house ready to dance. For a connect dance party? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. literally shots of Jameson and connect dance parties. <laughs> for hours. So awesome. Hours. Like, four hours. It's it's how we, we work have, out. And animal snuggies. Oh, yeah. We're, we have, like... Well, I have a collection of like 30 animal hats and so we have been passing them around and for Christmas this year, my Lynn got us all full on animal suits. Onesies. Nice. Oh, so, onesies. Like a furry party or whatever. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna our neck party to the I'm next level. Instead of like booty shorts, tank tops and animal hats, we're just going to do the full on animal snuggy suits and you see, see how, how long, long you keep that suit on while yeah, dancing. Yeah, it's fucking hot. That's awesome. <laughs> I feel like the crazy. fucking cats at Disneyland do while dancing or whatever. Yeah. You need a fan built into your snuggie suit. We might need yeah. one of those. Uh, yeah. That's next That's step. awesome. Um, comic books, real quick. Anyone reading any? any what are you liking these days? American Vampire. American so Vampire. I'm a, I just finished nine. Um, I love it. I love it so, so much. So Great I can't wait on. for the no- next one to come out. I was really excited when I heard that Chris Claremont was coming back to X-Men with X-Men Forever and then I read it and I didn't like anything that he was doing and I felt like he was hurting me. So yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Claremont's been, hurt, Claremont's been hurting me for a couple of decades now. Why did he yeah. do that? Why know. couldn't he have just stayed gone and all of my memories of him would have been wonderful? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there was, that happened a few years back when he, I forget what title, I think he jumped on Uncanny maybe like four years ago and everyone was like, Chris Claremont's returned to X-Men. Yeah. And it, it seemed like a guy writing from 1972. Sad. You know what I mean? When any, sad. It's sad when some of those old time guys try to try to come back, and it's still you can tell immediately that it this book reads like it's from 1975 or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're calling people whippersnappers and shit. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Someone just mentioned Reagan. Um, <laughs> are you reading anything these days? Yeah, I just uh, finished up Second Coming, and then We Three. Very cool. Uh, and I love We Three. We Three. Mm-hmm. It, that's makes so me cry, good. though. It does. Yeah. Um, there's uh, movie rights out there. My husband's been trying to get it for I actually worked for the company. When I first moved here, I interned for the company that had the rights, Angry Films, the guy Don Murphy. And they yeah. were trying to make, yeah, they were trying to make We Three. Yeah. But the thing, and this is a little spoiler. I don't know if it's the same thing, but I remember there was a version of the script where the bunny lived. Which was cute and everything, but like so not the comic book I thought. Yeah. So let's hope that let's hope that that ever gets made. It that's an yeah. Awesome. It's such a like ugh, it's like kind of old yellowish. Yeah, it, like, in the same it, vein. Have you read uh, uh, Pride of Baghdad? Uh-uh. Do you guys know what that this is? It sounds amazing. Yeah. Matt told me about it. It's really, really sad. It's about um during the Iraq uh, during the bombings of the Iraq War, we know. we bombed the Baghdad Zoo. And a, a group of lion pride, a father, a daughter, and, and like a, a husband, wife, and a father, and a son, or whatever, got out because the zoo got destroyed. Mm. And it's basically like 50 pages of them kind of dying of radiation poisoning. Oh my God. Oh my it's God. a sad, it's like, so it's Brian, like Grave of the Fireflies, but with lions? Yes, exactly. Yeah, Brian yeah. K. Vaughn oh wrote it. Oh my God. It, it won like a lot of like prizes. Just thinking about stuff. Grave of the Fireflies makes me want to no, cry. Yeah. Like right now. Uh, why know. did I bring that up? That just got, <laughs> we, we just got. Wait, way to end on a good note. Yeah, well, I have yeah. a quick question. Man. Oh, wait, we'll end it on the internet. Okay, go for it, man. Um, <laughs> save this shit, because that was fucking more Oliver as. Dear Mylin, marry me. Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's not really. I guess that is a well, question. Well, he has a question attached to it. No, that was if a command. If you're gonna propose to someone, say, "Will you marry me?" He also asks, um, and then another person asks, uh, "What kind of guys do you like? Do you like geek guys?" <laughs> Are you writing these questions? No, I'm. Uh, <laughs> like, I guess a general question. Is that general? Are yeah. you really? Those are the questions you read, man. Come on, you got the, the gatekeeper. I'm sorry. Well, those two are married. I yeah, I only, I've only dated one other nerd. Actually, my 
my boyfriend in college, um, my dad's here. I don't know if you remember this, but I was, it was when Final Fantasy VII came out, but also Castlevania Symphony of the Night yeah. came out, and that game was so fucking awesome, and I was playing them both, and he had this massive TV, and, and my boyfriend felt like I wasn't giving him enough time. Because you, spe- you were playing Castlevania <laughs> yeah, too much? and he literally, well, it was the combination of Final Fantasy and Castlevania, and honestly, they didn't have another Final Fantasy, because it skipped a few. They'd only released them overseas. No, totally. We, we went from like three four, five, to... five, six, like, yeah, wasn't yeah. in the States, unless you We went from three to seven, them. yeah. Yeah, and so I was just obsessed, and he came over, and like literally, before we went to a birthday party, ripped the console, and then oh smashed it in the church, church parking lot behind our house. Yeah, the boyfriend did? My boyfriend did. I was very mad at him. Please tell me you took care of this young guy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> he would have. She worked for hundreds of hours on um, that save file. Yeah, Riley and Claire are married, so they found awesome geek guys to marry. Yeah, yes. I married the first geek guy I, I found. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would take the first one that came along. It was lucky it was a good one. <laughs> um, and I guess me and Michelle are just waiting to find some really awesome... Like, I don't know about Michelle, but I personally would love to find the guy that shares the same interest that you I do. You have to, otherwise yeah. they're just going to stare at you. What do you like? Cosplay, that's cute. Yeah. They're like, you dress up like cute cartoon stuff. Yeah. What's those That's Japanese so shows you love? The animangas? Oh, They're adorable. Um, when he comes so, out and he's like, you're reading the old game and again? I'm like, no, 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 no. We can't talk anymore. No, Sam. Yeah, yeah, no. That's not going to work. Yeah, no. My brain's going other places right now, so I'm going to stop. Um, <laughs> I think that's what... So, Guy on Twitter, the answer to your question is... Maybe she will marry you. Just befriend her and like <laughs> but all. But ask better. Like I mean, all, come on. Don't just randomly She's still be like. A chick. Yeah. She's not yeah, cattle. Like to be romance. Yeah. Seriously. You mean the Twitter Think proposal romance. doesn't work from a complete stranger? Mostly if it's not, not even in proper sentence <laughs> structure. I mean, come on. Hey, marry me. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> P.S. I love you. <laughs> like, do you understand that that tweet goes to a real person? That we can actually see that, right? <laughs> I don't <laughs> think people do because I, I read some of the <laughs> tweets that people write to like. So, like girls on Twitter, it's yeah. kind of insane. Like I remember when Morgan Webb was like retweeting bot. some of the things that people tweeted her, and it was like horrific stuff. Yeah, yeah oh, believe me, I know the same too. I'm just like a sexual object to these people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> internet. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like value me as a person, please. I um, have my first internet stalker. It's kind of weird. Do you? Let's get. Ooh, you want some advice from Team Unicorn no, on what to do with it? We talked about it on Sunday. This dude. Brendo, Brendo actually, Brendo recently actually came out of the closet on this very podcast. Wow. We were talking really? about Mary Poppins and the next minute later he's like, I think I'm gay. <laughs> and I'm not even joking, that's how it happened. But so Brendo's been doing online gay dating apps and, and he's got a suitor, man. Yeah, but they're not really dating apps, they're, it's like hookups and I'm not really into that. And this guy, like, Really wants to hang out and it's really freaking. You should out. test him. <laughs> test him on geek shit, man. See if he's I don't think he's a geek. One, there is a man. picture of him be, like shunning true love. Yeah, yeah but the they have to be a geek. A like just suit. like you guys said, <laughs> just like you guys said, like they have to be a geek because that's all I talk about. Like this guy knows. Like that's all I talk about. You don't think yeah. your boyfriend? Would, you don't think your boy, boyfriend would mind you going off to this play D and D for ten hours bondage. every fucking Sunday? This guy's wearing like a. Am I not like he's wearing like a bondage shirt? That's how this guy's digging a pit in his basement for you and just like throwing a basket down with lotion. Like he really wanted me to come to his house, and I'm just like, no, no, understandable. He's like, I have twenty sided die. You're like, like, maybe on second thought. Like how about we die underneath the How about we roll for it? Yeah. <laughs> no, like it 27 die and masking tape. Like really scary <laughs> shit. 
Well, because it has to be somebody to understand. Because, like, you know, I play D&D every Sunday. I go to Comic-Con. I yeah. do this stuff. And, like, if somebody is not down with that, then, like... What are you gonna do? Like that's that's me. No, and I think and I think to to bring it back, I think you guys by by existing, <laughs> you're 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 further you're spreading that message that like, hey man, there are we do exist. There are geek girls out yeah. there, and they There's want geek guys geek too. It's not there. yeah. Like so, just get, get out of your houses every once in a while. I'm yeah. talking to the dudes and the chicks, maybe who knows? Mm-hmm. And like you know what I mean? And and uh, I, what would you suggest? What do you think? Like for you for- two, who found who found geek love, as it were. For for uh, Riley and Claire. I met my husband at Ryan's comic book store, the Golden Apple. So hang out at Golden Apple. There you go, right there. We actually all go there a lot. Like yeah, I, I want to see. I ran into Michelle. I, every time I go to Golden Apple, it's like the Geek Oscars. Yeah. Like I see everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of awesome. That's but um, cool. so keep the dream alive, folks. That's what we're trying to say here. <laughs> Geek girls do exist. They do make awesome videos, and they are uh, amazing podcast guests. I feel, and I wanna... I feel like uh, just going to the things you normally would go to. Like I feel if yeah, I'm gonna if, if you're gonna, gonna meet a guy, I'm probably gonna meet him at Comic Con because that's where we'll probably both be anyway if we're gonna be into that stuff. So yeah. keep doing what you like, and yeah, have fun so with Geek girls. Let your geek flag fly. So if you Woo! saw two guys at a bar at Comic Con trying to outquiz each other at Lord of the Rings. I would, would win on something? that shit so when fast. That would not happen at Comic Con. That like was <laughs> us and yeah. That was a while ago. Um, <laughs> so, but but basically, guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank We're you. gonna thank oh, you very much. It was uh, awesome. Do you want to give out respected places everyone could find you on the web? Sure. Little guys are on Twitter. Uh, yeah, yeah. The YouTube channel is uh, YouTube uh, slash user slash uh, Team Unicorn FTW. Team Unicorn FTW is pretty much the universal thing for finding us. It's the for Facebook, it's the for official Twitter, Twitter, it's a Twitter account, for right? YouTube. What was it? Sorry. Everyone, did, <laughs> everyone knew their own point. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have anything else to say. No, it's cool. So Team um, Unicorn for the win. FTW, FTW is, for the win. Yeah. is where to find you guys on yeah. Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, where else? Yeah. And then where you, you your, personal. You. your personal. Your personal. Oh, personal. Uh, Michelle Boyd, Michelle with one L, so M-I-C-H-E-L-E-B-O-Y-D, on Twitter, all over the place. And look for you coming up on the Guild still or? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Tweet Felicia. Tune in. Tweet Felicia, Felicia guys. Felicia. Yeah. Lots of Twitter spam. Enjoy that. Yeah, Be like, I love Dr. Together. Horrible. Now let's get to the real subject. Yeah, Michelle back on this. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, she, uh, Felicia was really busy for a while because she was doing Eureka. So um, I think she's back and working on season five now. Yay. Very hopefully. cool. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. Riley, where can we find you? Um, I, I'm on Twitter. Just my first name. It's at Rylea. It's R-I-L-E-A-H for you that can't spell it. Um, <laughs> that's everyone. No. And then, uh, and then also, uh, there's my website. It's RyleaVanderbilt.com. Um, and then hopefully early this, uh, this next year, you'll see Claire and I in something new. Uh, we just, uh, Yay. did a pilot for a web series for Adam.com. So. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So we have some, some other kind of fun, geeky thing coming out that's kind of in the vein of Buffy meets Evil Dead meets The Office. So. Nice. Yeah, that works. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's like everything awesome in one. Yeah. Brenda's like, I can die now just hearing the concept. I don't even need to see the show. It's a perfect oh, world. Wait until you see the costume. That's what we aim for every time. Just, People get just, just death, just instant, concept. instant geek death. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Claire, where can we, where can we find you? So I'm at Facebook and Twitter. I, I'm at Claire Grant and it's Claire with no I and my website, ClaireGrant.com. Cool, cool. And you can find me, um, 
My Facebook is Mylin Sarley, as well as my webpage. I'm also hosting a new show um, on Ustream called Wide World of Wow, and I also do my vlog, which is backslash the gamer chick, all one word, and that's also my Twitter at the gamer chick. And I think that's everything. <laughs> that's everything. Nice. We're we're a very internet savvy group here. We're uh, all over the web. <laughs> you can find me at uh, Twitter on Camel Toad, Smod Castle. Uh, check out the new Smod Squad stuff. Check out DJ Drock. Uh, me and him do popsicles on Saturday nights here at the Smod Castle. He's at at Derek Armijo. Brendo. I'm at Brendo Man and at um, and also BrendoMan.com. And BraxComic.com is my comic. And check out And I it. just started a new website. You today. did. Check this out. It's Go called for it. WTFoftheday.com. Nice. It's nice. a Tumblr, so you can like submit it. your own WTFs. How is that not already taken? Already He's been squatting on that domain for how many years, dude? Like three. Yeah. I hope that that was good the first what the fuck of the day, because that's definitely a, oh my that's God. That's a good idea, wow, right? Yeah. 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 We'll support that. Uh, you can check out my shit at uh, bagboarder.com, cameltoadproductions.com. As always, folks, check out the other Smodcast Network podcasts, uh, Fred Smod Entertainment Smod. Podcast. We already said that, oh. sweetie. Uh, <laughs> if you are in the Los Angeles area, come check out the Smodcast. So, folks, please... Support Team Unicorn. They were awesome tonight. Give it up. Thank you for coming here to the Smock Castle. I'm Matt Thanks, Cohen. Everybody. I'm Brendan Creasy. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? <laughs> bagged and boarded. Live. Find more funny shit like this at Smodcast.com. There's so many to choose from. There are so many to choose from on the Smodcast Podcast Network. On Sundays, it's me and Scott doing the classic Smodcast, the show that started it all. Mondays, it's me and Ralph Garman doing Hollywood Babylon. There's so many to choose from. Tuesdays, you get a double shot of goodness, man. Malcolm Ingram's blowhard, as well as Red State of the Union Q&As, our podcast show about our forthcoming movie. There's so many to choose from. On Thursdays, drop the gloves with the puck nuts, the same guys that bring you Tell Em Steve Dave on Fridays. And don't forget on Saturdays, Jay and Silent Bob get old with me and Jason Muse. There's so many to choose from. You could try some shows that aren't so regular, just happen every once in a while, like Highlands, a people history, where me and people that grew up in the town I grew up look back at the town we grew up in. Smarriage at Smod Castle, where real live people get real live married by real Rev Kev, that'd be me. There's so many to choose from. Smodimations, that's where me and Scott are drawn as cartoons. They take little sections of Smodcast we've done and animate them, man, and make them even funnier somehow. And if you've ever been to Smod Castle, then you've met Matt Cohen, and Matt Cohen has his own show, Bagged and Boarded, which is also now at Smodcast.com. There's so many to choose from. I know you keep telling me, man, but did you know that most of the podcasts at Smodcast.com are recorded live in front of a studio audience at Smodcastle, our theater out in Los Angeles on Santa Monica Boulevard between Wilcox and Cole? There's so many to choose from. Scott, even at Smodcastle, there are so many to choose from. Every week, you could see Malcolm Ingram do his show, Blowhard Live. You could see me and Jason Mewes doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. You could see Matt Cohen doing Bagged and Boarded. You can come see Tom Green do a show down there. You could see me and Mosier doing the occasional Smodcast 3D. There's so many to choose from. That's right. For one low price, 100 bucks, you could see every show. That happens in Smodcastle for a month. Every show you go, you get that basically comes down to be like four bucks a show. 
I mean, come on, you can't get a better deal than that. Go to smodcastle.com slash smodpass for the smodpass, or just stay right here on smodcast.com and listen to any of the shows that we throw up there free for nothing because we love you. And guess what? There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. smodcast.com. There's so many to choose from.